listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. I see your dirty face hide behind your collar. Graduating at all. Sometimes I feel I'm just a disappointment to y'all. Every day I just lay around, then I can't be found. Always asking, give me some living life like a bomb. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. The host Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Sunday. Podcast time. Yep. No guests, just me and you, baby. Mm-hmm. Just me and you. Ooh, baby. That's right, Karen. That's right. Uh, of course, you should know everywhere to find this. You should know how you like how you're listening to it. But let's say you're in somebody's car right now. They're playing this for you, and you're a little too ashamed to ask them, "What am I listening to?" Yeah, or you that found is so us, good, or you found us on the Stitcher Radio that was installed in your car, right? Or possibly you stole somebody's laptop, iPad, Walkman, whatever. Well, however you got it, okay. Uh, this is the Black Out Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and uh, Podomatic. All you have to do is search the Black Guy Who Tips. You can go to our website, theblackouttips.com. And while you're there, there's a bunch of ways to interact with the show. Check out the About section because that gives you a big rundown of everything. Um, you can also watch the shows live on Spreecast right from the page. Um, 
uh just click the live shows uh tab at the top of the screen and uh yeah well we we do a lot of live shows and we interact with our audience and we yes we do we watch, do a lot of shit yeah people come in and chat you know it's a nice little community going on and uh we have a good time man um yeah, so we, make sure you guys do that yeah we do we love y'all so much you was up late last night yeah yeah to put this show together last night uh we were both putting in work man that's what we do um no day is off man you know count yeah. on kobe and i'm gonna tell y'all this uh i really love to do this podcast because i'm telling you one thing if you're not paying my black ass and i don't love to do it i ain't doing it yeah could have went to sleep early but we said no nah, let's get this shit done yeah we was up enough long enough to watch them 45 overtimes yeah we watched all the overtimes uh in that wild wings uh <laughs> commercial <laughs> yes! last night of a five overtime game between notre dame and uh and louisville yes i like i think that game went on so long it's gonna replace the amount of time that dudes use to lie on their dick like it's replacing break of dawn like i it's like girl i make love to you till break of dawn now it's gonna be, i make girl i make love to you till louisville notre dame go off girl that's that all shit, nigga. That's night long, long that's and some morning shit that all that is all night long that <laughs> that game was so long that one of the dudes didn't even start to the first overtime and he started bowling yeah, he got they, like fourteen rebounds. I yeah. mean, fourteen points, six rebounds. I'm like shit, people starting overtime. Yeah, that game was so long. A couple of those dudes uh, aren't on the team anymore because they graduated. Like, hey, they, hell yeah, they crossed they, the they stage. Like, I'm out, nigga. They was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. They got my degree. All right, all right I'm out. I'm out. I don't found out this game anyway. I'm out. Yeah, I gotta go, y'all. I'm graduating tonight. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, that that's what we did last night. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Woo-hoo! Makers of the fine handcrafted audio plays that we promote on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. Some of these are they're, they're a lot like the old-timey 20s and 30s radio plays. Uh, but, you know, brand new in 2013. Not to mention that uh, a lot of them start us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it only costs you a couple of dollars, so that's it. You know, why don't you support the show by spending two dollars? You know, three dollars. Like, just go spend a couple of dollars at ShadowDollProductions.com. It helps us out. You get ten, thirty, or up to an hour of audio entertainment. Um, and you know, it's high. It's good quality. It's well written. Uh, a lot of them are funny, but he doesn't just do funny. Some of them are scary. Yeah, some of them are, are serious. Some, some of them is strange, like the box, the one where the dude was like sticking his hand in the box. That one was a weird one. Yeah, and uh, some of them are just downright uh, disturbing. And that they are. De- Dexter is a sick, sick man. He's a sick son of a bitch, but uh, he supports the show. We love him, man. We appreciate it. And him putting his sickness to work for us and um, let his sickness work for you. By yes. spending a couple dollars. Y'all know y'all getting them tax returns. Throw, throw a few bucks at Dexter. Right. Um, but you can listen to it, uh, to download on your music device, uh, and listen to it whenever. Check out shadowdollproductions.com. You already listen to podcasts. Uh, so you kind of know, uh, what audio entertainment is. You know about downloading stuff. Shadowdollproductions.com. It's an easy way to help the show. And, uh, it's also just good entertainment. So, you know, we listen to some, we started in some, uh, you can go to our page there and see like the ones we were in. It's uh, shadowdollproductions.com slash TBGWT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, feel free to listen to us, uh, do all kinds of shit we would normally would not say or do. Um, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have, um, 
we all we also have uh another sponsor a little bit sexier um i guess i need to find some sort of uh some sort of uh sexual music or whatever um let's see no not that no uh can't do that uh uh how about this Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? I hope you are. And I don't mean cinnamon and sugar and those type of spices, although there's nothing wrong with that. No, those are nice and and wonderful stripper names, but you know, it never rained in Southern California, but my love would be raining down. Right. And make sure Mm. you guys don't uh, mess up the pH balance of any vaginas, okay? Be careful what you put in there. Be careful what you put in there. Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with a vitreous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time, only you get 50% off of just about any item. And in addition to that, you get free adult DVDs. Three of them. Three free adult DVDs. Yes, 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 y'all. Plus a free extra gift that's so sensual. I wish I could tell you about it, but I can't. Mm-mm. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Straight to your door. Very indiscreet. Unless you're in Utah, which you need to move because for some reason they got laws to say we don't want plastic dicks in our state. And not in a non-marked box. So you can put it in your unmarked box. You know what I'm saying? So check out adamandeve.com today for this special order. Or you can mark your box up with it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do. I'm not judging. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT upon checkout. And three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. Just make sure you check the little boxes at the end. They're right before you check out, it's like check your box and get your free gifts. Check those. Doesn't cost you anything. Mm-mm. And uh, just use the alpha code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Thank y'all. Everybody that does that, we appreciate it. And uh, I bet you appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Save yourself some money. Yes. Get a box to put in your box. Hey. All right, Karen. How should we do this first? Should we try to do the show first and then do all the clips? Or you just want to get do that first? And uh, uh, let's, let's, let's do it last. I think it'd be more fun or last. All right, cool. Well, we got a show uh, in addition to all the shit we worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was thinking about the other day. You realize if we use the terms that kids use for genitals, uh, sex, it, it'd be impossible to talk dirty during sex. <laughs> like we teach kids like pee pee, wee wee, you know, instead of teaching them the proper word. Like maybe it's just me because I don't, I'm glad I don't have kids because with no child molest to touch my kids. Like, oh, my mama said, don't touch my penis. And my mama said, don't touch my vagina. Right. Like they're going to use the real words. They're like, oh, this kid too smart. Yeah, but you can't like be like, yeah, girl, you about to take this wee wee. Mm, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, wee wee. Work my private. What is spots. you three? <laughs> work, work my private spot. Mm-mm. Let me touch uh, you below the in the bathing suit I, area. I'd be like, uh, can can I see your ID? And <laughs> are you supposed to be here? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could do it. No, um, get away from me, child. And then I was thinking about that, and I also started thinking, you know, talking about. Talking dirty during sex. Because, you know, during sex, I feel like everybody has their own agreements. Everybody has their own rules. I'm not telling you use my rules. You can't tell me use your rules and shit like that. 
but you know like uh, everybody has this like public face and you have your bedroom face for some people it's the same you know it is it don't Uh, change you know for some people it's it's different and stuff like that but uh, you know i was thinking like when you're having sex i feel like you should be able to say and do anything as long as the other person is cool with it you know Uh uh-huh so I, i feel like that too i feel like when you in your bedroom all hoes bars and I, all holds bars? No, no holds bars. Oh, see, I done fucked that up. All, all holds bars. bars. <laughs> <laughs> I meant no holds bars. Mm. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because the thing about it is that uh, sex is enjoyable, and it should be enjoyable for both parties. And But I think a lot of people have a lot of hang-ups, male and females, when it comes to sex. And in my personal opinion, uh, when it comes to uh, fucking, you can't get no closer than me than get inside me. Like, literally, yes. it's you literally all up in me. So, as far as I'm concerned, let's do this. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy ourselves. Because at the end of the day, and I do feel like this, a lot of women don't come because they're too busy holding back. And, but it's a lot of men's fault, too, because they're too busy judging her. If if, right. if guys came in with judge-free minds, man, she would suck your dick and your balls till you had nothing else to give, son. You don't know what kind of trick she got, but you too busy. Oh, she might be a hoe. She might be mm-hmm. a... Baby, you better go on that roller coaster and enjoy it till you stop. Yeah. Oh, oh and also, I forgot to mention, because I'm, I'm sure people are like, what the fuck? But uh, Ricardo B won Shadow Dog Productions Music Contest. I completely fucked up. My bad, y'all. Uh, he's on Twitter, at Rick Glory Beats on twitter i put it in the show notes but uh he won the music contest so it's my bad about that dex um and uh ricardo you can relax now you did officially win and uh you don't have to feel bad um yeah yeah, Yeah. also because also that the thing is this um i don't know why and and i guess in especially in america women are kind of looked at as to be pure and all this type stuff and not like sex and all this stuff but Women like the fuck too. We we really do. I you know I know it's a myth out there that women don't like dick or, or pussy or whatever it is that they fucking, but they really do and they enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um. And so in in my opinion, if you want to get the best out of her, don't judge her. I mean, literally, don't come in. Just just let her do her thing because at the end of the day, like I said, ride that roller coaster, ride. And you know what? And a lot of dudes, me, you talked about this before. A lot of dudes fuck up. They get that freak that blows their mind, but you know what? They go married. They go married the woman that literally don't like the fuck, and then cheat on her because she don't like the fuck. Well, Marry you know, freak. the other thing too is um, a lot of a lot of people. I don't think they're really um, honest about what they want, and they're not honest with themselves. True. So then you got like religion and shit thrown in there, so that's fucking people up. Um, I think a lot of that like teaches us like you need a good girl you need a good guy and and then also um a lot of it's like it's embarrassing kind of to say some of the shit that you might want in the bedroom like if a chick is like look uh i want you to slap me on my ass and call me a nasty bitch when you're hitting that shit from the back um not every dude is comfortable with that and not every uh chick is comfortable with requesting that and then it's like this moment of trust that people put out there because it's up to whoever's hearing this to roll with it or not you know and so you're really putting yourself out there when it's like hey look uh you know a lot of people try this shit mid-sex by the way like there's no real pre-game talk so it's just like call me a bitch and it's like whoa but i respect you you know whatever but it's so it's like that and i think um honestly you have to be adventurous and do that shit like that's the thing like i mean obviously everybody doesn't love each other but Mm -hmm. if i think if you want to be a good 
partner for sex you just gotta do whatever the fuck it is as long as it's not killing nobody or some shit like yeah up up to whatever your comfort level is you know yeah i mean if you're not comfortable obviously don't but i mean i think a lot of times you push the envelope man like it's rewarding for both people because it really is you know it's it's not like they told you to do the shit and then they hate it like they told you to do do the the shit shit because they they like it that's right so it's only gonna get better you know that's right And, and and at the end of the day you know uh guys be talking about well you know she act like she don't end i feel like i'm fucking a dead fish yeah that's because you really don't request or even some guys don't even ask her what the fuck she want. They just stick their dick in there and go like like she's some kind of winding machine and she's just supposed mm. to enjoy the dick no matter how she gets it. Versus, hey, what you like? What you want? You want to be on top? You want to be on bottom? You like? You want me to hit you hit you hit you on the wall? Hit you on the mm. you know back of the toilet in the tub? Whatever you want to do it. It's no nah, dick, no nah, girl. My dick is the best dick ever. Well, it's think, supposed to satisfy you. I think people are scared of rejection because it's like you're trying to try something new you're trying to be adventurous and you're just scared of that moment when someone's gonna be like no you know and what i mean because it's like uh if you whisper into your ear or some shit about her being a bitch and then she turns around and goes uh what you talking about i ain't no bitch you ain't gonna disobey me like that it completely fucks up everything so it's like True. let me just take what i'm getting instead of taking a risk you know so maybe people should sit down and have a talk it, about, about this shit because and, and you know should. you're already doing something so intimate how is a talk more intimate than the act that you're doing you know yes and the wrong we in the wrong time to talk about it is actually when you're fucking and and the, and the thing too is something else that people don't want to address it's a lot of guys that have a lot of of a lot of ego when it comes to a woman telling them what they want yeah mm-hmm. you know it, it's a lot of guys they don't mind telling a woman how to satisfy uh, them society teaches us that your dick game is magical and if it isn't you have to say that it's magical yeah, no, and, and, if you, and if you say anything mm-hmm. beneath being magical then uh somehow you're less of a man because we define manhood as the dick is the magical cure to all things that ail everybody so i think that's really where a lot of that shit is coming from where yeah, well, you have these d- dudes that can't they literally don't want to hear shit and uh, you know and honestly to put to be honest women too because yeah, a lot I'm, of yeah, you know i'm not i'm not, I'm not blaming yeah, all like, on the men but but yeah. i'm just saying from my particular perspective it's a lot of that yeah and it's a lot of women they'd be like what what do you mean i can't suck your dick what do you mean yeah. my teeth is scratch is scratching you what what do yeah. you mean i need to open up my mouth what do you what, what do you mean i need to well, not just close bit? what i was gonna say is not just that but like literally just my pussy is magical. Like, just yeah. everybody tells everybody. Like, that's the thing. When you're having sex with somebody, everybody says this is the greatest shit in the world because at the time it is. But, you know, it, it leaves people's ego so inflated. Like, just, yeah. uh, I just got to stick my dick in and that, and then she's just going to come on it magically, you yeah. know. And then her just, you know, everybody say my pussy is the best. You know, I love all the dudes south, east, west. And he's like, <laughs> It's like, well, you know, everybody got room to improve. Everybody can do some different shit. I know it's so, and everybody got room to take that shit to the next level. Cause whatever you think is is your max, believe you me, it's some shit out there you ain't never touched before that could take you higher. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to get people to understand that because when it comes to fucking, everybody think they the best. But if everybody the best, how come you got tons of women out here ain't never busted nothing they life, but everybody's supposed to be the best? Right? Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, a lot of those people will be faking it. To yeah, try to, like I said, it's yeah. weird that it's such an intimate act that people don't want to be honest. Like, I feel like once you're there, you've kind of passed the level of we can't have a conversation. Like, it's weird that people are, are like, 
actively fucking someone that they would not have a five minute conversation about what would be good for them in the bedroom like that's amazing to me but it happens all the time yes it does but uh go ahead yes it does and 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 as far as like as far as i'm concerned i feel like if if i'm fucking you we need to be able to talk yes tell me what you like because i don't know how it feels to you and i should have the option to tell you what i like because you know what i might need for you to move a little to the left you know, mm. I might need for you to to take your dick and smack it on my ass. That's what I might need for you to do. Right. You know, but because everybody's so busy in getting off or getting off on their own a lot of times that they don't really take the time to really even consider the other partner. Well, it's not, also I would even throw in this. Um, a lot of times what happens, too, is a lot of these people are shaming and dudes especially are shaming women that are uh sexually aggressive Mm -hmm. and they do it constantly without even thinking about it because it's such a part of our society being patriarchal and stuff that they don't understand that everything you say and do that your woman sees that women who are around you see they actually catch pick up on that shit and it leaks over and they think that's your personality so when you say shit like kim kardashian is a hoe yep or when you say uh you know uh, you tweeting out something like if your girl can uh uh sucks your balls on the first date she obviously a hoe or whatever like that type of subliminal thing gets trapped in their mind where it's like okay this dude really thinks that being a hoe is a negative thing. You can't be in a relationship. Uh, and he keeps relating everything that's sexually aggressive to being a hoe. Oh. So therefore, I can't be sexually aggressive with this man because he's too insecure to handle it, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that goes a long way. And a lot of dudes don't understand that. They don't even think about it from their perspective, but they are putting out into the environment what they're getting back so if you're getting back all this very um prudish uh whack-ass sex yep. it's because of you like you put it out yep. there you you're the one that, that brought it all back to yourself on some and then you're like well i got a good girl but she can't fuck now i need to get a hoe it's like you turned that into you put that into existence yes you did you know? because yeah, uh, with uh, uh, you know, she can actually do some things and got some magic tricks up her sleeve and and all kinds of shit. But you too busy, like I said, looking and judging and 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 you know, talk about you know, you a hoe if you do this. You and the funny, the funny thing about it, maybe just me, I can't understand. You want to fuck the hoe? But I don't understand that. You you want to fuck the woman that want to do all these things. But you don't want to marry the woman that can do all these things because you're too busy about other people judging you. And I have an issue with this because at the end of the day, they don't got to fucking live with this person. You do. Don't you want to wake up every morning with some good pussy versus you looking at her <laughs> on a pop her in the eye because she <laughs> fucked you in three days. Or you got to fuck her on a birthday or the only time you fuck her is Valentine's Day or Christmas or some bullshit like that. While the other dude who recognized that, that, that she was a fuck machine married her up and now he fucking her every Every day, every night, all day, getting this dick sucked during lunchtime, and you got the ugly face. Come on now, yeah, common sense. Uh, you because you hear that a lot, where you, uh, you know, you, I've, as a guy, I have conversations with other dudes all the time, and you know, one of the main themes is, well, uh, she, I won't be the first person that she did this thing for. Or I won't be the, uh, you know, the, uh, other people gonna know that she fucked, uh, people, other people gonna know this. And it's a very like, um, it, like for a lot of those dudes, 
it's they don't understand it's their own insecurity and ego and a lot of and the thing is you know what to be honest if that's how you feel that's how you feel like i don't i'm not suggesting that people need to go out and try to be different people because honestly man you're only gonna make somebody miserable with that shit like yes, you are. don't bring that around anybody any woman that doesn't believe in that shit because you're only gonna make her feel like shit and being judged for sexually satisfying you or blowing your fucking mind and you're gonna also uh feel insecure when you go out of public like i'm dating a hoe you know so it's like you can't y'all can't win it's just if you can't reform that that way of thinking you might as well just go ahead and stick to whatever shit that and, you're doing and, and and the fucked up part about it is this when she met you at 35 she was not a virgin hello yeah. and you was not either Right. You know, it's like, it's like, her walk up my telephone. Well, you know what? I would, I would fuck him, but you know what? He done had 45 pussies before me, so he ain't no good. You know, yeah. but for some reason, society doesn't look at it like that. And if a woman does come out and say, well, a man is a hoe, a man can't be hoe, fuck that. Yes, nah, you know, can. no, it's not that. Men can be hoes. Yes, they can, but, but, but they won't be judged. Like, that's the thing is that, like, cause people will say that, like, well, I'm a hoe, I'm a man, and I don't care. It's like, yeah, but, but you, you don't, don't have, have the, the stigma That's right. that comes with that. There's no admonishing of you other than likely, you know, like maybe your mom or somebody be like, why don't you settle down? There's no, our society is high fives for dudes that fuck a lot. Yes, and, it is. And, and you know, it's, uh, and I'll, maybe I'll make this the outro or intro track, but it's like that song Double Standard by Av Soul, uh, which is one of my favorite songs of last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's where he says like, um, for the niggas fucking bitches is what you just do. For the bitches fucking niggas is what a slut do. So that's like that. Like to me, that's that's a hundred percent the dichotomy of the shit. So um, I, I feel like people try to uh, change it and be like, oh no, no, men can be hoes too. It's like yeah, but nobody talking about you unmarriable because you have so many sexual yeah, partners. That's right. Like that, so. Ain't nobody saying you less than a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody saying you can't find a good woman. Not to, yeah. Not to mention, stuff. not to mention people use it to value you as a woman. So it's like, you could not possibly be a mother and be good at it and have had multiple, a lot of sex partners, or you can't be aggressive in bed and also a good wife, you know, shit like that. It's like, what kind of reality are you creating for yourself? Because when you put these people in these boxes, it's not that their people are defined by the boxes, but if someone wants to make you what they think will make you happy, they try to fit inside the box. So it's like you don't want an adventurous lover. You don't want um someone who's going to actually, uh you know, take a chance to, to, to satisfy you. You don't want somebody with any type of fantasy that's going to be, uh you know, uh outside of your normal box. So, they just fit themselves in these boxes and it's confining for both people, you know? So yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the random thought was, um, uh, what do politically, politically correct people say in the bed when they have sex? Like, are they just like, are they having sex and then not being politically correct in the bedroom, but out in public, they're being politically correct. Like, how does that work? Because so much, um, Mm-hmm. I think it might depend. It might be, you know, uh, you know, when, when they fucking, you know, uh, they might mess around and, and call her a cunt. But, you know, cunt is a bad word when you go out and open. Yeah, that's why I was thinking shit like that. Like, like, are they kind of hypocrites in, in the bed where you're just like, cause, a lot of them are. Cause I would rather, 
that be true then to actually try to have politically correct sex it seems really whack oh where it's just like that's some boring like obviously only the woman can be on top she has to initiate it every time uh we can't use certain words you know uh we can't watch pornography yeah like are they stopping sex or it's like you get too out of control it's like yeah you take that dick bitch and then she turn around and be like first of all in a patriarchal society uh (laughs) i don't believe that a man should ever use the word bitch let alone uh hoe or anything like that i'm not a slut and you will not be slut shaming me today in this bedroom okay now you now let's go ahead and you can continue to have sex with me as long as i allow it like i wonder how it works and and, and it's weird though because once you get in that because that's the same thing not to get off top when women talk about feminism because for some reason people think if you're a feminist that you're single and you don't want to get married and you don't want to have children and you don't want to be a good wife and all that stuff but there are women that are feminists that are married, that have children, that, that live what we consider here in America a traditional life and still believe in equal rights for women. So it's like it's one of those things where you go, wow, I really, really hope y'all not pulling out paperwork and signing shit and debating shit like 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 with a, with a CNN while y'all fucking. Yeah, I do wonder, like, uh, do they drop it in the bedroom man because you know i think when you're in the bedroom anything kind of goes as long as everybody's you know uh being satisfied so i just wonder if, if it's like you know don't call me a whore it's like oh uh, like i don't really think you're a whore now i gotta explain my comedic lines in the bedroom uh, of well i don't really think you're a whore see what i was trying to do is uh i was watching western pipes and uh, i saw that he did this thing like i wonder how it works or or do you think they go in there and you be like, you know what, when we was in that last meeting and you talking about the Second Amendment rights, ooh, that turned me on, girl. You know I like my guns. Right. Yeah, I don't well, I don't know that that's politically correct. I was, you know, they, oh, they don't like guns. Uh, the PC side, like the liberal side that has oh, all, my these, bad. all these rules about how to talk to people, that I think that's kind of the... Uh, like that's what I wonder. Just the, like the ones that just like you can't say cunt, you can't say snatch, you can't say pussy, you, you can't, can't say, say whore. Like, it's like what do y'all say? Hell. Like what do you say? You know? Oh, this is some good vagina. Tell you that much. <laughs> this is a top quality vagina. Top shelf vagina here. Yeah, good yes, vagina. Hopefully you are enjoying Ooh. this penis. I do not want to tell you to enjoy this penis because yeah. you're a woman and you, it is your right to decide how much you would like to enjoy this penis. Uh, I do not want you to feel like you are obligated to and we can stop at any point in time. Uh, just don't feel like there's any pressure you here in this situation. You get to talking like that. I'm looking at you. You're like, you know what? My pussy just dried up. It's time for me to go. Yeah. Uh, you can't be like, uh, like you can't say, oh yeah, you come on my dick. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not telling you what to do. I, the one you to know that it's your body and i understand that there's uh, not sexy the about that orgasm is a natural thing that no one else has control over mm-hmm. and it's not up to you to come on my dick i mean it's up to i mean it's your decision if you it would be nice if you did but if you didn't there's no pressure so you don't have to come on my dick if you would just like to i, I can leave the room you can come later it's really <laughs> up, totally up to you uh just it would be you know is i figured while we were here we were doing this then maybe you could come on my dick but don't you know just uh just and it's really not a dick i mean male sexual organ uh reproduction uh is what it's for and uh you wow. know I, 
I'm sorry about the way the society has treated you and I, I I'm, I'm for women's suffrage uh but not not suffering in the bedroom I mean I don't want you to suffer I mean you know I I choke you yes, you want I, me to I, but I, only I, if you say yes. it. and and I agree all women should drive all women should have the right to vote women should also wear pants right yeah uh, you can uh, lead a congregation if you're into that or if even if you're atheist I don't care it's up to you I like I just wonder like it's I don't want that kind of sex I feel like my sex needs mm. to have no shit talking should take more than like five or six words anyway. No, it's so, honey. There's no aggression in that. There's no girl, come here. Right. Woo, I'm sorry. There's ain't none of that going on. Right. Ain't no pulling up my head. Nah, mm. I don't know. Are right, you gonna give me this pussy if you want to? It's a show choice, totally. No, it's, you can it's, gift wrap it or come here, girl. Give me that pussy. Right. Yes, right. that's what I want. <laughs> don't wonder. be questioning. I just wonder. I just wonder, man. Because you, you got know, the question, I question you. What, I don't what do think, you mean? I don't know that that's Rachel Maddow approved, man. I just wonder how I it works. I ain't fuck that. Then <laughs> I wonder what the rule is. Um, so the president is really getting a lot of flack lately for, uh, uh, I guess, a document leaked. And um, it's about how unmanned drones uh, strikes, what the policies are. And it's a classified document, but now everybody knows about it. And uh, they want all the secrets. They want all everything released. They want the White House to acknowledge it. Um, and uh, people are really, you know, a lot of liberal people are really getting on Obama for this. They hate the drone strikes. Uh, I was listening to Taste Like Fried Chicken the other day, uh, one of the old episodes, and um, Owen was really against the drone strikes. I mean, he called us and asked about, mm-hmm. you know, drone strikes and uh, legally uh, imprisoning people, or not illegally, I guess, but, you know, the right to imprison people indefinitely without a trial and all this shit. And it's fucked up. It is fucked up. Um, but I was thinking, like, Obama and the White House, they just need to get in front of this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let the don't let the news lead them. You lead the news. I know it's so. So you got to frame it. You can't be sitting around letting them put you on your back on the back of your heels, and you're just sitting around hoping that you can come up with some. I'm saying they need a slogan, and they need to take ownership of this. Just like I said, they need to act like they own Obamacare and start using it as a badge of honor. And they did in the uh, you know in the election. I think. They need to turn the slogan into drones, baby drones. <laughs> you know, just like the Republicans are drill, baby drill, but with drones for Democrats, you know, and you just start, it doesn't have to make sense, you know, cause it was when, it's, it's like when drill, baby drill was around and people were like, yeah, but what about the environment? They're like, drill, baby drill. Like, right. But oil is a, resource that is getting scarcer and scarcer you know we slogans you need you need to get that get that shit down into three or four phrase uh slogan yeah drill baby drill it's like well one day we won't have oil and you know we don't even have you know we don't know how much is in the reserves drill baby drill it's like shit well i guess uh drill baby drill then i sorry i thought we were having a reasonable conversation drill baby drill (laughs) like you just need to switch to drone baby drones man that should have worked Remember where you heard put it a, first? Put a five beat up underneath it. You got you a number one single. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about with this shit too is like, I noticed a lot of people, uh, on, you know, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that are, uh, like either politically or socially active. A lot of them go on TV and stuff. I saw Zelina Maxwell was going on Fox News the other day and stuff. And I was wondering like, I, I really hope that we're not going to find out after Obama is out of office and, Let's let's just say we probably we have a pretty good chance the next president will probably be white and probably a man. But let's of just course. say the next president is a white man. 
i really hope that fox news msnbc all these people don't stop having black people on their shows they will because it's not gonna matter no more because i wonder how much because you know these aren't just black people that are politically active because obama's around these are people that have been politically active for years and years sometimes decades having these platforms and speaking on stuff but all of a sudden they're on tv more often and stuff and i hope it's just not let's go get a black person to talk about obama i hope it's just this person is politically competent we would like to hear what they have to say so let's go call so and so and get them on the air i really would hate to see if uh we don't have a black president and suddenly fox news stops ringing that fucking phone to get black people in to talk about the president. I think so, because they don't give a fuck. Cause, and I think it, until they, uh, when they win again, the shit will go back like it was because they'll feel like, well, we don't need the black votes no more. We got them in hand or we don't need the uh, Latino votes or the Asian votes and all that shit. Cause right now they know that they're losing because they're racist. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, and I don't mean racist is, is them, but just the party in general talks about racism and talks about race in such a negative tone. Like, and you put policies and rules and procedures that, that, that are, mm. are not healthy for people of brown tone. But that won't skin. go, that won't go away with no, another president. No, it won't. And, and but the thing mm. is that, as long as y'all don't got a black man, why should we have black people? Mm, like I, I, I don't think I, I'm following you. It's one of them things where Obama's black, so we got to go get the black people because Obama's black. Mm. Once we balance out and get another white man in there, we don't need y'all no more. Mm. Because yeah. why should we go and get y'all because the votes aren't aren't aiming or going towards y'all anymore? Mm. Because we know that you know most black people and brown people are gonna vote for Democrat, you know, and stuff like that. So I I, I think it's one of them things where it's a catch twenty two. I, I honestly don't think the Republican Party is sincere about this. We care. They're not sincere yeah, at all. Yeah, but I'm not talking about actual politics in the parties. I'm talking about just TV. Like, is oh, Fox yeah, News, is MSNBC, thing. is CNN going to pick up the phone and call someone to be on their show after Obama's gone and, you know, you still black. Yeah. You still have issues to talk about that may or may not concern blackness um and just or just issues in general like it's not like uh, sometimes it feels like um or it used to feel like they would bring on black people to discuss black issues right mm-hmm. now it's gotten to the point with you know president obama they'll just bring you on to discuss the president yep you know not even issues but and, just the president yeah and i don't know if there's some type of t- implication there where it's like yeah um you're discussing the president but it's also you're black and we probably in case something comes up dealing with some blackness you we can need to uh, have somebody on yeah here. you can be around and it makes us look more diverse that's right and, and that's- i wonder if you know when it's back to or possibly white or a woman or whatever if people will just go well we need women in here or well it's not called the black people because you know that was different that was for the black president now that phone's not ringing, I just I just wonder. I, I do. I have no idea if it'll happen. Or I not. do. I, I I think that uh, even with all both political parties, they don't change unless they're forced to change. And I think the these quote unquote things they're doing are completely temporary, and until they literally are forced to, which means you go three, four, five, six, seven rounds of of losing, 
eventually they'll be like shit this wasn't a fad these people really mean this event then it'll get more real and serious mm-hmm. and it'll be a part of the, the, their dichotomy where dichotomy dichotomy lord have mercy where dichotomy. uh <laughs> where uh it'll be a staple of their institution but until then i think they think it's a fad and they'll think well it's not gonna matter mm-hmm. we're still gonna keep doing what we're gonna do and the same thing with all these news organizations they're not gonna give a damn until they're forced to give a damn Hmm. I just wonder, man. I hope they we don't have any way of knowing right now. And I just hope that it does continue that where they're diversifying the people that are on their airwaves and uh, pushing their shows and stuff, man. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that we've seen more black people get lead shows on the news uh and no and news you know news center shows in the last eight years or so. Like, I don't think so. Either. You know, I don't think that that's a coincidence. And I really think that. uh you know, the faces of anchors changing and that people getting a shot at, you know, being in the seat uh, for CNN, MSNBC and whatnot. I really think that that is a result of our political environment because we have a black president and we're kind of trumpeting uh, diversity. And I really hope that that doesn't stop because we might not have a black president again next time. I, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope people aren't like, OK, well, we did our thing for that much. Now let's regroup and get some other faces out there and get back to what we were doing. I hope it don't either. But like I said, I, I, I really feel like people don't change and, and those people are not going to change until they're just forced to change where they're yeah. like, shit, if we don't do this, we will, nothing will never happen on our behalf again. Yeah. Um, another thing too, I was thinking about, I was listening to this podcast, black girls talking mm-hmm. and they were talking about Tyler Perry. Um, and they were talking about the movie Colored Girls for Colored Girls. Yes, I haven't seen that. Yeah, um, I believe it's based off like a poem or a book or some shit. Yeah, that's what I heard. Personally, I have no interest in you know seeing it because Tyler Perry did it. Um, I've read the poem before. I um, haven't read the poem, but uh, you know, and I thought it was cool. Little, it was uh, depressing and whatnot, but it was actually you know cool and uh, strong and looking at different people's lives and perspectives and stuff. But um. It's it was one of those things too, like um like oh, oh no actually I think I don't wanna tank this, but I think it's like a book like his shit is based off a book, that movie, I think for colored girls who da 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 and then for colored girls is actually a poem um that I read when I was younger and I think um might be by Nikki Giovanni. Somebody will correct me in the I'm chat not room. Sure. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong with that. About that, it won't take long. Oh but, yeah, they'll um, be on it. Yeah, but, but um, either way, man, they were saying like, look, he shouldn't have been allowed to direct it because a black woman was uh, the one who wrote it. It was written for black women, and um, he's a black man. And even though he might want to produce it, he should go find a black woman director who can actually direct it, and. Um, you know, even as an ally, even as a sympathetic heir, black, you know, whatever, you have to, you should stay out of this project uh, because only a black woman can do it right, you know. Um, and I was thinking about this, man, and uh, I understand the sensitivity to it, but I don't agree. Me either. Okay, so you don't agree either? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, because I always feel like um, the idea for a lot of black, like, art is too fucked up um when it when it comes um to uh how we want to be represented uh i feel like sometimes we're exclusionary when to be quite honest 
what I would like to see from um, and from Hollywood, from everybody contributing, I would actually like to see multiple people tell that story. Yes, because instead of just one one defining view, yes, from Tyler Perry, uh, why shouldn't why can't uh, a few people get a, a hand at this? Why even? Why are we even we? Why are people even waiting on Tyler Perry to do this? Like. There's no no one else that could, you know, take the ideas in this story and perform it themselves. Like maybe you don't get the the biggest name, the biggest budget, but it's not like a um it's not like it has to be a big budget movie. You know what I mean? It's not like the only way to do this movie. It's not like uh you fucking uh travel to uh to to uh, another solar system on a space cruiser and did a a battle with yoda and cgi to do this fucking movie like you could film this movie not that expensively and with the right acting and and whatnot you could actually um move people and you can actually get people interested i believe you know so i don't know why people are waiting on tyler perry to do the shit anyway I, i and i think for a lot of people when it first came out a lot of people was upset that Tyler Perry even got it. And I think it was just for the fact that a lot of people are just tired of him making all the black movies. Like he's the only black good director out there. There are other people that are a lot better, a lot more creative, can tell more storylines, can tell more plots. They happen to be all of color, but if we're talking about specifically black, mm-hmm. uh, they are not Tyler Perry. And I think that's what ticked people off. And I think... What do you mean? It ticked people off because they was like, shit, another fucking Tyler Perry movie. A lot of people like that. A lot of people... Yeah, but that's... To me, that's so counterproductive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you. That's like, I get why. I get. I get why. I'm saying it's stupid. And, and yeah, it's not a matter of me not understanding that point. I think it's a stupid point. Like, you should. Like, it shouldn't even be about him at all. Like, and and this isn't a story that can only be told by. Because here's another newsflash: a black woman could direct and write and produce and all this shit for this movie. And you can still go see it and go, I didn't like that. That's true. Because, That's true. because it's her individual point of view. That's what directing is. That's what producing, you know, is about is the idea of I'm going to present my take of this. That's all people and, are doing. It, That's all a movie is, is one person's take of something. It's Christopher Nolan's Batman. So it's not about Tyler Perry. It could, you know, and, and first of all, I can't name five black women directors. So it's always funny. People like go get you a black woman director. Okay. Let's name some, uh, cause we don't, you know, it's like, you can't speak something into a vacuum. And Tyler Perry is such a control freak person. He's so like obsessed with himself. I don't even think that motherfucker could name a bunch of other black directors. He not like, he's too busy working on his shit by himself controlling every aspect of it because he's a control freak he's not sitting around with this tally of other people he needs to put on he doesn't put other people on period so i wouldn't even expect that from him you know i just think go do your own project that's all just do it and and my i gotta i guess my thing about it is that for me as a person who go into goes into move for entertainment i don't care who tells the story as long as is is as it's a good and entertaining movie. Right. Uh, it don't matter whose perspective. It don't matter if it's a white male, a white woman, an Asian chick. It like to me, it don't. Yeah, matter. I think their real problem is that the movie was bad, and Tyler Perry does bad movies. Yes. And they knew the movie was gonna be bad. That's, but that's not a Tyler Perry problem. No, that that's is a not. yeah that that is a 
you know we're this is one of those things where it takes money and access to get into the game on a big level but so many people are like putting together editing projects and putting that shit out there on uh youtube and things of that nature mm-hmm. like you're just gonna have to build it yourself it's like the, po- the po- it's, it's like the podcast yeah it would be like me instead of trying to work and do our own podcast it'd be like me sitting around talking about hey man you know what the problem is uh steve harvey is the problem and then you go, okay, man, why don't you start your own shit? Power 98 gonna let, ain't gonna let me on the radio. It's I, like. I didn't ask you to do that. I yeah. told you to start your own shit. Yeah, it's like you're already fucking yourself because you're already deciding that if you're not starting on the same level as the person you feel is destructive, then, then fuck it. That's what you're yeah, deciding. And, and, and also I think it's really easy for people to throw out in the air what they think something should be when they really don't know the work and the dedication. I don't care. No, it's, goes honestly, it. I don't think it's that. It's not even that. I just literally think they don't understand. Like you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Expecting Tyler Perry to put someone else on is ridiculous at this point. Yes, it's it like, is. it's like me going, wow. I, it's, I expect Steve Harvey to start listening to black podcast and put some better shit on this. Why? Mm-hmm. So he can have more competition so he could, uh, you know, uh, people can find out that his shit ain't that high quality. Uh, so people can see that there's some real shit out here to compete with him. No, that didn't even make sense for him. So I don't expect that. I just expect like people just got to grind hard on their own shit and try to try to follow that example of grinding hard, you know. But, you know, the the, the fact that people are saying like, uh, well, we need to find a bunch of uh, black female directors and give them this thing. It's like. But if it's he, not their idea, well, he no, he worked to get the thing that he got. Right? Yeah, that's true. Now, so that's now true. you know, it's not this is a charity It's fucking business. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you can't go. Well, I got the rights to this, but it can only be directed by a black woman. So I'm going to just fall back, give them all my money and hope they come up with something good. No, nah, he would never do that. It doesn't even make sense. You know, like I said, man, and and, and it's like, uh. It, it also this is the other thing that was very i thought presumptuous about that that the the case they were laying out these women might not want to do this story ain't that the truth and i always find that really telling you know it's a lot like the feminists who say women shouldn't wear uh you know tight clothes and shit like that or a woman shouldn't pose sexy on a magazine cover or she's not she can't be a feminist anymore it's a lot like that because these women might have seen this project and passed on this shit and said, no, I'd rather do the story that I, I want to tell. And, you know, I, maybe I prefer, uh, doing something, uh, that is, gives me more, uh, material that either I've written or I've fallen in love with and, and things like that. And you're under the assumption that all black women have the same experience. Yeah. And not, not to mention, uh, if they fuck it up, because they could fuck it up, you know? Yeah. If they, if they, they fuck it up. Good, just just like, he ain't no good, yeah. Right, like, are we going to still throw out the, well, black women need to, you know, I don't think it would exi- it wouldn't mean anything for or about black women if a black female director directed it and it was fucked up or if she didn't direct it and it was and and it was great like i don't think it would actually mean well black female directors can't get on no more or or, you know black. this is why every film needs to be directed by a black female director you know it's it's just kind of telling that people went to the well only a black female director could do this it's like oh okay do they want to 
did we check yes you know do they have a problem with the film that was put out like were they too busy working on their own shit because i feel like that's what happens people are working on their own shit ain't that the you truth. know like that I, I i would love for some, wouldn't that be great if somebody just stopped you be like hey hey you need to direct the next route. So I'm sorry. I know you've been working on this pet project that you wrote when you were 16 and it's <laughs> been, you've been trying to get funding for for 16 years. And now that you're 32, you come to fruition and you, you sweated it and you found a, you, you got a uh, Will Smith to accept the leading role. I get that. I understand, but I'm sorry. Podcast world decided that you got to do roots. So roots well, two. Uh, well, let's go. You. No, thank you. Roots two electric boogaloo directed by. Uh, Maya Angelou. He gets beat real hard this time. Yeah, this time the this time the beating's on you. That's what the, the tagline's gonna be. This time the, the chains are tight. Right. So I I don't know, man. I just thought that was a little bit damning to say, man. And but you know, it's obviously that's their opinion, and it's just my idea on create creativity in the world isn't that we suffer from the wrong people telling the wrong stories, but that we don't have enough input on the same stories and perspective is what to me a movie is about a movie is about perspective it's about who else can see this from another light and present it to me because most movies are the same fucking story yes they are you know what i mean most movies are the same story everything you see is some shit that has been said before you know jango and chain as much as people are giving it props for originality isn't that the same as uh the gladiator isn't that the same as Spartacus? Isn't it like it's the same fucking stories, but it's just like, let's change a few things, take a different perspective on it. And I would love to see more than one person get a crack at. Like, I don't think it should be over for four color girls. I don't think it should be. Well, that's that was it. Tyler Perry had to say, like, I would like for someone else to be de- like, even if you got to rip it off and call it some other shit, uh, three color girls. I don't care. But. <laughs> just do the same story fuck him no one has the rights to that story and uh no one has the rights to blackness and also just because you're black doesn't mean you owe it to blackness to do black shit like i know it's so you know so anyway that's why i fuck with f gary gray that's my nigga um all right uh another thing we almost hit two deer crossing the street one night yes we did they came out of nowhere deer have to be the dumbest fucking creatures i don't know where the hell them deer came from that are that graceful like they are the dumbest man like i used to respect people for going out into the uh the 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 woods and hunting these little motherfuckers but i don't know man i almost killed two with a car just driving down the street in the middle of the night with my high beams on like i don't know that it's that hard to, to, to kill a deer i think you know i had a lot of respect for clove and stuff for going out there trying to kill these deer but you know after listening to the stories of uh you know smoking weed and shit with the deer i'm like i don't know I don't know that this shit is that hard, man. Maybe it's easy to kill a deer. All you got to do is get a car and drive it through the woods, and they'll just come out and get hit. That's it. Just sit in the back seat. That's what you That's what you need to do. Someone need to design a hunting car where you just have the steering wheel in the back seat so you can just run into the deer, and then while it's, like, smashing into the front seat and stomping out the front seat, you're in the back seat just chilling, smoking some uh, weed. I'm about to say now, we stopped, and when you blew your horn, because they, like, came out of nowhere, but I'm trying to tell you right now, this would fuck your vehicle up. Yeah, yeah, I know they will. And they dumb as shit. They dumb, they strong, and they graceful. They are the dumbest fucking ah. creatures in the world, dog. I don't know that I have much respect for hunters anymore, dog. They easy to catch. Just to get in a car and start driving. They will just walk in front of your shit eventually and fuck your car up, man. 
All I'm saying is just make sure you sit in the back seat and just drive through the woods with your high beams on. You'll hit a deer in no time. No time. That's why I'm, I'm smarter than these hunters, man. Oh, Figure this shit out. You can't see. Um, speaking of life and success, mm-hmm. I was thinking about this shit the other day, too. I feel like there's a measurement of success that people don't really use enough. Because we, what do we measure success in, Karen, in America? What do we do? Money. Right. Money. Women. Title. Cars. Yeah, possessions. You know, we measure, we measure, that's how we measure success in America. And I was thinking that we need, like, I, I measure success differently. I feel like I'm very successful. Um, and I always work towards this goal of being successful. And it's because I define success by the number of shits that you get to take at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like a lot of people do, but they don't realize it. Like a lot of people do, man. Like the more kind of shits that you have to take in these strange and exotic bathrooms that are not familiar to you, <laughs> it, it is is that that is a quality of life decrease for me, man. Like, I hate using the bathroom other places from my house. I know it's so. Yeah. You know, I, it feels, it feels less dirty when you piss and shit in your own house. Using your own bathroom is a successful life. Stay at home moms are very successful, man. I'm envious. They're like, oh, I'll stay at home and take care of the kids. And all I can hear is you get to take all your shits at home. <laughs> Damn, nigga, you won the lottery of life. Yes, you have. Fuck LeBron James. I want to stay home and take shits and pisses in my bathroom. <laughs> Clean it myself. You can uh, you can Captain Morgan it when you take a piss. <laughs> it's good, man. No, this, this make you feel better about yourself, man. Give you self esteem. You can tell people that take a lot of shits and pisses at their house, man. You can tell. You're like, oh, that person is very confident. They have a self assuredness about them. That you just can't get from anywhere else. And it's because they've been using the bathroom at home a lot more than you. You know? That's why comedians are so miserable. All those hotel shits, shits and pisses. Ugh. You know? They can't even Captain Morgan when they take a piss. Nah, and then you got these strange toilets. Some flush on their own. Some don't flush at all. Some be broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the trepidation of an unknown bathroom situation, it is completely underrated. Shit, you have to go in there with with the whole cleaning squad. You're like, shit, I got Not even that. It's not even the cleanliness. I'm just saying, imagine it's the cleanest bathroom you've ever been in in your life. And there's still this, like, I don't know what's in a bathroom until I go in it. True. So it's like, I open up the door, and maybe this shit is one of those air blow your hands dry things, or maybe it's, uh, dispenses a towel on its own. Maybe it's one where I have to touch a button to wind up a towel. Yeah, Uh, sometimes I'm confused when I go in there. I don't know know what the fuck's gonna happen when you go in some bathrooms. Yeah, and, and not, you know, and it's like, if I gotta touch a button to get my towel, that's a button that people's shit hands have touched at some point. You know, somebody's shit hand touched it. You know, the knobs on the, on the sink. Shit hands all over it. <laughs> Cause everybody don't wash their hands. Yeah, but at, but at my house is, no, even to wash your hands. How can you wash your hands without water from the sink, Karen? True. So you got shit on your hands and you go, I'm gonna wash my hands in the sink. How do you do it, Karen? You touch the knob. Uh, yeah. So now the knob uh, is a shit knob. Okay. That's terrible. Yeah. That is the risk the, you take. A lot of people have now gone to the touch free ones. 
Right, but you don't know that till you go into that bathroom. Oh, true. Yes, it's a because lot of trepidation. Old school, yeah. These are the things I worry about, man. Not to mention the the the, the whole bathroom should be touch free. Ain't that the truth? You should walk in the stall touch free. It should close itself touch free. Toilet should come down touch free. Then it should have like some type of paper or something that comes over the toilet touch free. Like everything in the bathroom should be touch free, but they can't make it a touch free experience. So I prefer the bathroom where I know where the shit hands have been and I can wipe off the knob my fucking self and pounce out my own goddamn bathroom. I know it's so And I can Captain Morgan in my pits. Okay. That's a very important thing. Captain Morgan in your pits. That's. Yeah, you, and it's and especially mm-hmm. being a female when you go into the bathroom, there's nothing worse than you go in there. They have nowhere to hang your coat, nowhere to hang your purse. You like shit. Yeah. Do I sit here with it in my lap? Because I'm not putting this. I ain't put my purse on this nasty ass floor. Right, and women, you know, y'all can't Captain Morgan, y'all piss. So it's nothing you can do about that. But. Well, if you can, you expert aimer. Yeah, it's impossible. Women can't Captain Morgan they piss. But you know, I Captain Morgan is when you take one leg and. Put it up on the toilet, and then you angle your piss that way. I mean, you put one leg, not on the toilet, on the uh, tub. So I put one leg on the tub and the other one on the ground. <laughs> I, I Captain Morgan that shit. But, yeah, you got Captain Morgan that shit sometimes, man. It feels good. Not having to wear shoes in your bathroom. I know it's so. You know, can you imagine going to a public bathroom without fucking shoes? Ugh. I would burn my feet, man. You know, the kind of shit would come through. It would come through your socks. <laughs> into your whatever is on that bathroom floor will come through your socks into your uh you know that's how you catch hiv or some shit i don't I know no herpes or some shit yeah it's like what'd you do uh not use a condom no man walk to the public bathroom, bathroom just socks so uh yeah death wish that's, that's what happens i'm just telling y'all man make sure you guys start thinking about that man the people that haven't made the most in life like you know who i envy the most on twitter people go well uh feminist jones gonna be on the radio in in atlanta nope 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 i like her but don't envy her uh people say like uh well you follow bomani jones and bo is always flying around the country doing tv nope nope not nope that's not it no don't don't envy bo (laughs) i envy i envy chris from the insanity report say that again because chris gets to take so much bathroom time at his own house at his own crib dog i don't care if chris makes twenty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or a million that's a successful life lived you know when you get to the pearly gates man they let you in they go i can tell you live a good life Ah! you are a satisfied man with your station in life um so yeah man i think people need to start measuring it that way yo surely she's at home yeah, Shirley, Shirley, uh, I, now the only thing with Shirley is she does have kids. So, you know, like, kinda ain't the same. as a person that hates children, I had to subtract a few points for that. But then I had to give more points back because all the shit's at home. Mm-hmm. Think about all those shit's at home, dog. Oh, one. <sighs> I'm not an envious person, man, but that is, I definitely envy. Like, every time I ever use a bathroom in, any type of uh public environment part of my soul feels like i lost something <laughs> you know i feel like i lost something you know like man i, I gave in you know like now i don't I ever have to use the bathroom at work really because we only five minutes away from home you know i can that, wait that's the truth just hold it till lunch or whatever i'm good mm-hmm. spread out read a magazine spread eagle on the toilet play some angry birds you know that's way better 
But, um, yeah. Don't feel rushed. Don't have to worry about nobody sitting in the stall beside me hoping they don't hear your shit drop. Right. Right. Like, is it, there's nothing worse than when you're in the bathroom, in the public bathroom, and then someone just goes in there and sits next to you. It's like, you really couldn't have waited five minutes till I got out of here? <laughs> you know, I was in the bathroom one day, man, and, and I was at work, and I heard a knock on the door, and it was like, housekeeping. Oh, Lord. I was like, is this a hotel? What the fuck? And then I had <laughs> housekeeping. to, I had to yell out, occupied. <laughs> and then when I finished taking my shit and I walked out, they were still standing outside, and I was like, fuck, I wish I could have shit at home. I ain't got the truth. Yeah, man. I don't feel like I got a time measurement or a clocker outside. Or either you do like I see some people do at my job. They'll shit at one bathroom and then uh, when somebody come in, they'll go to the bathroom on the other floor, another floor to finish their shit. Yeah. And I don't want to pinch off a loaf. Walk <laughs> around with mud, butter, some shit, man. I'm not no. risking. I'm not taking those kind of risks, Karen. Like keep my asshole clean. Flawless. Um, <laughs> shit free. Shit free. You can do that at home. At home, use as much toilet paper as you want. Hell yeah, because you bought it. You have a, a tough time, you hop in the shower. Take care of yourself. I know it's so. If it gets that bad. I that's, guess so. You know, that's what I'm talking it's about. Rinse. You can't do that at work. You know? Uh, it's way better at home. <laughs> can't believe people don't measure success this way. The most successful man in the world could be the president, but he's taking all his shits on the road. No, no, thank you. I don't want that life. On Air Force One. Right. LeBron James, you know how many shits on the road LeBron James had to take? It's, it's terrible. All the groupies in the world couldn't feel that empty vacuum inside my heart of shitting on the road. Nope. <laughs> uh, so, yesterday we saw this thing. Um, I put it on the screen. I think everybody can see it. Let me see. Add to screen. Oh, yep, I see it. All right, cool. Yeah, uh... This is a white lady who is a cosplay player who is doing her impression of Michonne from uh, The Walking Dead. Oh, my. And she has a sword. And this is what sword ratchetness has come to these days. She has a sword. She has uh, some of the outfit that Michonne has. Um, notice she doesn't have the, uh, the the vest tied with a string. But um, she also has dreads and blackface. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. When did this shit become okay? I don't know. Cause I really feel like uh, we failed white people at some point. Like, there's white people that don't know that this ain't cool. Like, what is your circle of friends like? And it's not even about having the black people in your circle of friends or whatever. No, just but just, just somebody who anybody who would go this ain't cool. cool. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's all you need is this one person to be like. Hey, 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 man, that's, that's blackface. Like, oh, I'm just trying to be accurate. Yeah, uh, sometimes it's not about accuracy, it's just mm-hmm. offensive and you probably shouldn't do it. Nope. It's like, well, but Michelle's black? Right, cause she's a black person. So it's Ain't not, that the truth? Her, not, her skin tone is brown, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she can't wash her skin tone off. Yeah, so I, that was just crazy that, uh, she thought that was a good idea, man, and it's crazy that she, uh, had friends that thought it was a good idea and uh i always feel like the only like people go well you don't know any black people and i go i don't know about that i think she does know a black person karen mm-hmm. it's the person with the camera because <laughs> that is exactly what i would do to my white friends if they was like i'm gonna do blackface i'll be like okay that could be a lesson for you i wouldn't do it and they go fuck it Rod. you don't tell me what to do you're not the boss of me and i'll say okay fine mm-hmm. 
you want to do blackface is that what you want um no problem um let's go take a picture let's just uh let's get this documented hey nothing wrong with it right it's funny and then i will post it on facebook tag everybody to it put it on twitter instagram uh tumblr everywhere and be like yeah uh so-and-so thought this was cool that's how i would teach white people one at a time you know and it's, and the other thing people are like well maybe she was going for accuracy maybe they were going for accuracy um okay let's talk about accuracy man because i've seen a lot of costumes but it's like when a woman dresses as a dude, she doesn't have to put on like a dick. No, she doesn't. Like when a dude dresses as a woman, he has he doesn't have to like go get a surgery to turn a dick into a vagina or push his dick in or whatever. Like I'm pretty sure that uh, accuracy does not have to extend to uh, offensive shit. You know, it's like if I'm gonna That's play, truth. if I want to put cosplay as Glenn from Walking Dead, I don't put uh, tape on the corner of my eyes so they can look uh, Asian. Like, oh, look at me, man. I'm Asian. I'm Glenn. Who am I? It's like, nah, man, stop. It's not about that. No, it is not, sir. So, I don't know. I just thought that shit was ridiculous, man. Um, and can, can everybody see this picture? I'm uh-huh. not sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, everybody can see it. All right. Cause it says bring on air and I don't know what that means. Yeah. I see it. All right. Cool. I'm, I'm going to close it then. But yeah, that is weird, man. That, that she thought that shit was, uh, was good um what else did i want to talk about i had something else that oh yeah um people were talking last night on twitter i saw a bunch of people tweeting about dating mm-hmm. and why dudes are scared to ask women out and how many women are nice and upstanding have good jobs and over 30 and men aren't asking them out and they're not going on dates and uh, which is always kind of tricky anyway because everybody thinks they're a good catch. Ain't that the truth? So, you know, there's no objective opinion about why you aren't being asked out on dates. It's just like, yeah, I'm a good person. Why well, I ain't getting asked out? It's like, uh, didn't you try to burn down a nigga's house the other week? That, that is true. different. Didn't you stab his tires? Didn't, right. Don't he got a restraining order out against you? Right. Like, you might be crazy as fuck in real life. I don't know you. It's just a person on the internet, right? yep um but but you know let's say because because the other problem is that every dude will say he's a good dude and all this yes, shit but they will man whatever you know, women do the same thing you as always many, get the spokesperson say what can you always get the spokesperson on this shit you don't never really get the real them mm-hmm. and as many people cheat and shit like that it's like i can't take any it's like i'm a good man have you ever cheated on someone before a few times but that's different it's like well nah it's different for you because you think you're a good man because you have to live with you every day when you look yourself in the mirror and you don't want to look yourself in the mirror and go i ain't shit and i'll be terrible in a relationship and all i do is fuck shit up so you know um so i saw everybody tweeting about you know no one's asking anybody out on dates no one's going you know there's no more formal real dating anymore Mm -mm. and uh the internet broke down a lot of those barriers yeah well all right well that's my random thought thanks karen for just I'm uh sorry no it's pro- no problem we talk about something else uh no, we keep going well um yeah well that was my my thing though is that um they were like why don't you go on why aren't people asking on dates and i was like why ask anyone out on a date anymore when you can just click the follow button yep and a lot of people are like uh well, what, well, what do you mean just click the follow button? Um, that, that, you know, that's just social media, but look at people's social media. 
yes sir it's like the same people you know they're gonna complain or say they're not being asked out if you follow them on twitter you pretty much know a lot about them yes you do and the formal dating process that we're talking about the traditional old school dating was really about getting to know someone yes and the traditional dating guess what you had to be within a certain mile radius in my city and in my state now you can be in contact with anybody in the world it's completely different right and it's not just that i'm talking about the type of act of 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 the like not like more so than the type of access or the ability to have access but how much access we are allowing each other to have true it's unprecedented yes, like it is. i think it is fundamentally changing the nature of people yes, because it is. this used to be a thing where if i want to get to know you i don't have a choice but to really ask you out like yeah. i we have to you know i have to we have to go eat some some food um you know we have to go and uh you know uh like for me to find out where you work um if you have any kids uh even some shit like how old you are when when your birthday is these are all things that you used to be like i want to take this person out because i can't find this shit out anyway other way i don't know if we're compatible i don't even know what you're into shit you can google somebody or wiki somebody and find out all that basic information yeah so it's kind of like you're really trying to dial it back to traditional dating like you've kind of jumped past traditional dating by giving by all of us giving everybody so much information yeah you know i know your political leanings i know everything about you just about don't like so we're on a date what are we gonna just reiterate shit you said on twitter you know are you gonna specifically say oh no i work the bank i work for is bank of america before i just used to complain about working at a bank it's actually bank of america okay well i learned one new thing I mean, and, and and to an extent, I understand that, but I don't care how much you put out there. There are still some things that uh, unless you're where some people are a flat open book when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some things that you just ain't going to know unless I look you in your face. I'm sorry. There's some things I can't figure out. You can you. even do that on Skype now. People are even doing that. I'll see people all the time. Hey, come hang out in this Google Hangout. You know, like people are even True. doing and that you know shit. What? I'm going to tell you, I guess I'm just fucking old. I'm sorry. I got to be able to pop you in the eye. I can't pop you in the eye across Skype. I can't hold your hand across Skype. What? You want to hit somebody? No, no, no. Not, not his my like physically. I want to be able to touch you, you know, or, or things like that. And I understand that. Well, they, okay. They do. It's so just, we got to meet. But it's right. I'm not talking about a date and meeting are two different things because people are meeting. People are fucking. Yes, they are. People are fucking off the internet. It's just like, hey, we've been following each other long enough. We know each other well enough. Let's go fuck. But I'm saying dating used to be the shit that happened before you fucked, really. True. Now, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, this are the, these are the things that happened before you fuck. So there's no real. You eliminated that process. Yeah. I think people, it's like, if you really want to go back to just, traditional dating you need all of society to kind of get offline that shit ain't gonna happen no it's not gonna happen yeah so or you can be the weirdo who's not online and the only way to get to know you is to go out on a date but you know at this point you're now the odd man out the odd woman out because this is simply how people interact now you know yeah and then when you ask people you know and it's, uh, it's it's reversed now you know years ago people used to think it was odd for you to do online dating and all that stuff but now it's like 
hey, uh, um, da, 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 I'm asked, even if I see you, hey, what's your Twitter handle? I'm not on Twitter. What? I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. What? What, what is a date now? What's the first date like? Uh, 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 I remember that thing you tweeted earlier. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I retweeted that. Okay. That sounds boring as shit. You can't know. Hey, but but you know what? I do think that social media actually kills basic conversation. Mm-hmm. Like because, like you say, if you already know this, unless you're like me who just fucking likes to talk about any damn thing, yeah, that's gonna be very boring. I will find some shit to talk about, but that's just me. I don't know that it kills conversation because I can talk to anyone. I think it replaces it for a lot of people, but I don't think it kills it. It just advances it to another stage, and unfortunately, the stage it's skipping. It's probably what we used to call traditional dating. True. That's like now it's literally people are meaning like, well, what's your Facebook? I follow you on Facebook. I know you got a kid. I know what school you went to. I know what your pet causes are. I know when you ran about work. I know uh, what political leanings you have. I know and, uh, that you what your sexy pictures are. I know when you want to take pictures in a bikini. I know way too much shit about you already. Fuck a date. Like, what and do we tri- need to go out and do some tradition? We skip that. And, 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 and like I said, I think it's one of the things where I'm just, I guess I'm just old because, okay, that's nice, but I need to be able to get to know you and get to see you offline. Like, like I said, yeah, that's just me I'm, being but, old then. Cause I'm like, fuck that. I understand that I know all this shit about you, but I still don't know you. All I'm getting is, is what you put and tap across that screen and everybody wants to make themselves look like the best damn thing since sliced bread, men and women. But at the end of the day, I don't really know you. Right. But I'm not, that's not even the point I'm making, but okay. But like I said, and, and I mean, they, the, 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 you don't know anybody. First of all, true. Nobody knows anybody. It doesn't but matter online one, it, or it, offline. It's but one, it's one of the things where I guess I just feel more comfortable with the interaction but i do understand what you're saying you you you're saying that social media and this thing has has taken away what we used to con what we used to call traditional dating and then people want to complain about how people don't date but people don't date because it's stripped away it's not yeah, it it's, doesn't exist anymore it doesn't exist anymore yes. because and and it's actually a step backwards because like i said if i follow you and you're pic- putting pictures of your pussy on instagram or some shit or you in some tight ass clothes looking fucking good that's normally what a date used to be the date used to be yeah i saw you because you you dressed to the fucking nines i came to your house and was like holy fucking shit who is this true you know let's go out and i just want to spend time with you i just want to get to know you i just want to ask about your life and what you think about things why would i do that your fucking picture on facebook is cleavage your fucking you know what i mean like your your instagram is pictures of you uh bending over and looking at shit and then it's like uh, i follow your twitter and now i know how you feel about all these intimate details of what we used to consider you know things we wanted to get to know about people it's like now people put those things out first so it's like i'm a sexual freak boom in your face so it's like now people feel like they don't have to pursue uh through the traditional methods as much now i'm not saying they shouldn't or they can't or they won't but it's just i i see why it's not happening people are like do too people are like i'm not gonna do that shit like we we've skipped that let's fuck that's what people are at now it's like well we can uh you can come over my house and watch some netflix because uh we done already jacked off to each other on Skype and looked each other in the eye. So, uh, trust me or not, you know, that's, I feel like that's what people are. And the thing is, okay, Karen is old school. So and so is old school. Everybody not old school. 
so True. yeah not, so not, not knocking it's that, like that's just me yeah right so it's like complaining about the the fact like honestly complaining about like why people ain't going on dates because they don't have to True, and, and why and, and why would you? And my thing is that is, it, and also one good thing about social media is that it's easier to pinpoint crazy. You don't have to. I don't have to see. You don't have to treat me crazy for me to know you crazy. I can see that too. Just like I know you. Just like right. I know you. You you a sexual freak. I know you crazy as fuck too. I can read your tweets and go, okay, you're fucking insane. Block uh, and going about my business. So there are some pluses to that too, as far as as putting everything out yeah, there. Yeah, for the record, I'm not even evaluating this as good or bad. I'm saying, cause causationally, this is what I'm seeing and this is what I believe. I believe if it was not for social media and Twitter and all this shit, people would be dating more, like traditional dating. True, but we do have these things we have these toys now no one's gonna put the toys back nobody's taking your ass on a date you know like that's true it's actually like if you want to date now you're pretty much gonna have to skip to being in a relationship yes if you really want to go on a date it's really gonna have to turn into we've met we met online we talked a lot we skype fucked each other we real fucked each other hey you want to go out and get something to eat sure yeah yeah I think that's where we are now. I think we skipped past the whole, you know, hey, uh, hot mama, what are you, you want to go out sometime? Like, that, that shit's done. You know, be happy and, to get uh, Applebee's now. And my thing is that, it's also another plus about it, a lot of these social media shit is free. So guess what? I can, shit that I used to have to spend money on, or, or like, shit I have to, you know, you know, like you said, it's, it's easier access like why would i watch porn when i can skype somebody and see a real moving girl for free that i didn't have to pay to subscribe to a network to do this i mean just it's just the idea that people are putting it out there you know people are putting it out there people are literally uh like pop uh, busting it open for instagram or some shit like that's the that's now the marketplace true so to ask somebody to start traditionally walking around introducing themselves and dating women is kind of like the game's too fucked up now i don't think dudes would do that like especially if you're looking for dudes to do it you know true uh like i think um it was somebody that said uh well oh i think it was chris he said well it's because i'm lazy and i was like no it's not lazy like you're saying that to kind of be flattering to these women and put it on yourself and make yourself look bad it's not that you're lazy it's it's that i like that is it what i said to an extent i feel like it's like designed like that like that's just the way it just took its course yeah you're not lazy you're efficient ain't that the truth you're not you don't you're not gonna do any more than you have to do yeah and it's not about like well the end game and it's like for one a lot of people the end game is sex everything is not a relationship so nope. i don't know where Male people, or female yeah people got to get that shit out of their head because they was trying to turn that into some like well y'all don't value women enough y'all just think it's all about sex it's like uh look if i want to spend some time around women i just need to follow y'all on twitter because y'all putting all your opinions and thoughts out there anyway i know so So, uh yeah uh the end game is sex for me and i hope it is for you you know what I mean? Like, if it's not the end end game it should be somewhere in the middle of the game it should definitely be in the game because uh if i just want to hang out with women i can go to a family reunion and talk to my cousins or some shit. I like so. I actually do want to get inside that pussy at some point. So part part of me for being a filthy fucking man, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think definitely you got a lot of people out here that um 
they're not dating anymore because of this shit and now dating has been kind of moved to post fucking and post sex chat and post all that shit like now dating is kind of the back end of shit is and you might get taken out on some dates yeah i might spend some money on you because up to then you literally hadn't spent no money right you got a sex tape on fucking uh on 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 x porn or some shit like it's hard to get a date out in these streets now you know Uh, people fucking dog people are out here sending people (laughs) titty and dick pics and fucking is you trying to it's like you're trying to take the game back it's like you know what to me they might as well have been bitching last night about like how come no one writes letters of correspondence to my father and promise a dowry and come to my sit on my porch and maybe perchance hold my hand or take nah, a peek nah. at my knickers nah i'm not that old school but who you think you are the post office did they, they people talking about y'all need to write letters who the fuck write letters no no i'm making a joke oh Karen. obviously they didn't <laughs> say this just uh, just anyway <laughs> i said they might as well be saying that shit not that they were saying that shit but yeah they might as well act like you know we're and going back to 1952. What happened when a young man would come sit on the swings and, ha- and, and ask my nice father? Lady. Yeah, ask my father if he made talk to me perchance. Like yes, and ask my father how did he woo my mother? Yeah, like that's what it felt like last night. Like why it didn't his father ask my father if, for my hand in matrimony? Like just stop. Nobody does that anymore. Yes. What 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 do you mean, Rod? We don't court anymore. Right. He said three sheep and two cows. Milking cows at that. Like, uh, But I didn't want to make that trade. She wasn't worth it. Yeah. Uh, the other problem with that shit, and uh, this is where I'll get out of the politically correct realm, and uh, people might not follow me on this. Uh, the other problem is women got rights now. And, um, Ain't that the truth? Women like to fuck. So that's a thing. You know? Ain't that the truth? You remember you before trade us like cows? Yeah, before you had to pretend that women didn't like the fucking shit. Uh, yeah, women like fucking. So, um, it might not be a date time for everybody because you know people are fucking now, and it's all you know, it's all a free and when, will. When women got the right to enjoy it and let you know she enjoys it. Yeah. So for people that are holding out on hoping for you know the ninety day rule or three dates or the, the the whatever the traditional whatever tradition has changed to women can start shit now like women are asking dudes out on dates sometimes yes, you know? they are asking them to marry them is it the whole yeah i don't know who's upside down I, I don't know who's paying for these things and i don't Me either I, i'm not gonna say anything about asking them to marry them i don't know if that happens or not enough to to say it's a thing oh that's but a I, small percentage now yeah i was gonna say on twitter a lot of women were saying that you know they've asked men out uh, in the past year or two. And, um, I was like, that makes sense. Cause, you know, women can do that now. They have rights. This is kind of the burden of and having rights and making your own decision and people not seeing you just as an object to be like gained anymore. You now have your own free will and volition and you can turn to a motherfucker and be like, Hey, dog, give me some of that dick. And, and the I, dude gotta go, okay. I know it's so. And this is, and also it's one of them things where she looking at you and she get tired of looking and waiting on you to get your shit together. Yeah. She's like, fuck it. Do you want, do you, you want to fuck or what? Not to mention, Women are asking the same 3% of dudes out anyway, so why are we worried about it? All right. Um, <laughs> next, next day we need to get to, um, we have some, uh, some news stories and, uh, shit like that to talk about. Okay. Um, um, that's the other thing that's funny about listening to people bitch about, uh, 
dating and, and all the issues they're having and shit because it's like yeah if everybody would stop asking the same five percent of people out because everybody feels like they're worth that 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 person that is in the top five percent of the people they know or whatever yes sir and it's like so the same people just get asked out all the time of course they don't give a fuck about you like every, you know if every chick asked out the same dude then he's like yeah um i'm gonna fuck all y'all but i don't want no relationship but uh it is the same thing for dudes every dude ask out the same few chicks and and it's like she thinks she all that well she is because everybody's fucking asking her i know it's so you know i didn't see nobody asking each other like what was funny was all the <laughs> last night all the people that were giving each other compliments and kind of flirting with each other they were getting mushed in the face so hard because it was like you know, men need to just step up and ask a woman out sometimes. We like to be asked out. And then somebody be in their mentions like, hey, you know, I'd actually like to go out with you sometime. Anyway, men need to step their game up and start asking people out. Because she don't want to go out with your you, ass. You. And vice versa. There you go. That's the whole problem. Nobody's fucking each other. All right. Ten reasons to dump a guy immediately. You want to talk about it, Karen? Let's do this, son. Reason number one. This is an article on Match.com. Oh, shit. Everybody knows. Yeah, this is real good advice. This isn't like black people meet. All right? This is uh, (laughs) like black people meet. (laughs) This is real advice from people that can actually help each other. Uh, It's uh, Match.com. So, you know, you guys know. Uh, Number one reason. Should we go from the bottom to the top or top to the bottom? Let's go from the bottom to the top. Okay. Number 10 reason Mm -hmm. to break up with a guy. Dump him immediately. He isn't a good boyfriend material. He is a good boyfriend material, Karen. Okay. Everybody's definition of that is different. Sometimes a man might have the ultimate qualification showcasing his great management skills, financial responsibility, creativity, ambition, and every other quality found on your must-have list. But after a few dates, it may become apparent that he won't mesh well into your into the company culture, i.e. your friends and family. He's black. And, or ah, he's just missing the it Asian. factor. Yeah, or he's just missing the it factor that can, bump, that can bump him up to a full-time partner position. He don't have a big dick. Employers don't waste it. What what is he trying to do? Make partner? I guess so. Yeah, this is all boyfriend stuff, Karen. This is a dump a guy meeting. Employers don't waste time with candidates who lack what they truly need, and neither should you. So that's number 10. Mm -hmm. Dump him immediately. You agree, Karen? He doesn't have it, and he might not mesh well with your company culture. Uh, Who who, who wrote this? Because... You know, a lot of women. Donna Robinson, okay. a Los Angeles-based free writer whose work has appeared on WeightWatchers.com and MediaBistro.com and in the culinary publication Edible Los Angeles, but she's making her foray into relationship talk instead of food now. Oh, okay. Because so. my, my thing is this, uh, a lot of women think they can fix everybody, so I, I agree with it. Shit is shit. If he don't fit your culture, boot him out, but. Number nine, he's a cheater. Even if he swears he'll um, never do it again. Will you Why ever number nine? The, the, I don't know. Uh, will you ever be able to trust him again in the future? Can you believe him when he says that he has work late or travel out of town on the business? Stay out a little later with the guys. Life is short, too short, in fact, to be constantly concerned with your partner's fidelity. Cut your losses by cutting them loose. Number nine, Karen. He's a cheater. Okay. Yeah. You would you dump him immediately? Yes or no? 
no you would let him cheat on you mm. no see, i mean not, not, not a consistent cheater but it's like we can sit i'm reasonable we can sit talk find out why and my thing is that i'm like okay if it's unreasonable i'm like okay you got to go yeah yeah i do think that shit varies but From i person I would, to person yes but I, w- I would definitely go with uh yeah dump him immediately reason number eight ah! he lacks ambition oh i forget yet yeah. okay this this is for perspective of single person yeah yeah, it's okay. not married people or okay. anything. It doesn't matter to, you know, whatever. Just, they, yeah, just dump your boyfriend immediately. Reason number eight, he lacks ambition. Yeah, get him a, out of Beat it, bum. A man without enough ambition to achieve a goal, any type of goal, typically is it. fucking you. Huh? I said include fucking you. This is already your boyfriend, so I'm assuming he did that. He accomplished that goal. Yeah, but he lost it once he got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typically isn't a man who will make good life partner for an ambitious woman. I like how they assume that the woman is ambitious, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a size. Uh, <laughs> just immediately. Well, obviously you're ambitious because you're a woman and uh, he's not going to match your ambition. It's like, uh, unless your ambition is the right for White Watchers, Media Bistro, and Edible Los Angeles. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> calm the fuck down with that shit uh the other thing too uh about this one that i like is uh any type of goal really well what if his goal is to uh, get some more achievements in xbox live oh suddenly the goals don't matter anymore nope. lied nope because she don't give a damn about xbox yeah my goal is to lay here and play video games and eat cheetos all day mm-hmm. like oh that's not a goal i can get down with um reason number seven he's got peter pan syndrome what, he like little kids? <laughs> no, that's Captain Hook syndrome. Oh, my bad. Being in an adult, being in an adult relationship requires both partners to have a mature attitude towards life. It's perfectly okay to be a kid at heart, but that boy's charm needs to be backed up with a good sense of physical and emotional responsibility that only a real man can possess. So you're trying to say he's not mature? I guess so. I guess he's not a real man, you know? So we man checking people anymore now? I guess so. Is I that was hiding these I streets? Guess, I, I guess you can't play your Xbox and your Playstations and be a real man and hold a job. Yeah. How about you be the mature one in a relationship and you do take care of the finances and emotions? All right. <laughs> For reason number six, his relentlessly negative outlook. Oh no. Well, at least Elon already got that ring, you know? Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have to listen day and day about the horrors of your boyfriend's job, the incompetence of every driver on the road, or how nothing ever goes his way. Cause that would be too much like being in a relationship and listening to somebody's feelings. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Dealing with constant negativity. That's for women to do, complain about their job. Dealing mm-hmm. with. <laughs> yeah, people act like dudes don't complain too. They complain too now. They might complain differently than women, but they complain too now. Well, according to her, you break up with them if they do this. Dealing with constant negativity is not only draining, but it can eventually cause you to go to the dark side emotionally as well. So I guess you're going to kill the, the young side. ones. You're going to be a Sith? Yeah. Uh, if you see signs of negativity while dating, they will only get worse as the relationship progresses. Uh, says Tina B. Chasina, PhD, psychotherapist, and author of the unofficial guide to dating again. Because you fucked up the first time. <laughs> the first several times. If you want to admit his negativity or consider changing it, let go. The relationship will go nowhere. Oh, that's some terrible dating advice. We we got we got we got to send this to uh what you call it now for advice on advice. <laughs> yeah, Joe, uh to uh to hey you know it. Yes. Uh Jaquetta and Katie. Uh reason number five, he's not honest and or trustworthy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
I also like that this doesn't go with he's a cheater. Let me tell you something. Reason number five, reason number nine, same reason. He lied because he is getting some pussy on the side. They go together. Yeah. She said, there's a big difference between something like, of course, I enjoy your cooking, which we all know is a lie. You're a working woman. You don't have time to be cooking. You're too busy working while he's playing Xbox. Yep. Taking care of everything. Or, and uh, the other lie, no, I've been, I've never been convicted of a felony. Big lies set the foundations for a lack of trust. Well, I've never been convicted of a felony. I'm supposed to bypass that? No, it's a different, it's a difference. She said the first lie you can forgive, the one where he lied about liking how you cook, but not the one about him being a felon. So I mean, that makes sense to me. What? What? I don't get it, Karen. You don't get it? I, no, no, if she can't cook, she can't cook. She's saying the what is a big difference between lying like I enjoy your cooking when you don't. And lying like I've been a, I've never been convicted of a felony when you have. It's a big difference between those two lies. Uh, okay. Well, th- one lie yeah. is a breakup lie. One lie is okay. I, I mean, if you, I mean, if you say so, I mean, cause, oh, okay. Cause, you cause, think they both break up cause, lies? Cause, uh, cause if her cooking is that bad, I mean, it's going to be like being in jail <laughs> and eating jail food. So I don't, I don't understand here. Well, we, and we're going to be breaking up all over the place. Shit. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> You be like, bitch, my food was better in jail. What? What? Ah, <laughs> uh, let me tell you now. I got that feeling that back in 1972. I was trying to be patient. I thought maybe one day you'd get with your mama and they would teach your ass how to cook, but apparently that's not going to happen, bitch. Let's break up. <laughs> so, hey, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, reason number four, unresolved addiction issues. Uh-oh. A lot of women get in relationships with men living with some kind of addiction and spend the rest of their lives dealing with a host of problems associated with that lifestyle. Now, I'll tell you this. A lot of women have had this issue. They um, have? I see it all the time. Yes. Uh, a lot of married women, uh, a lot of divorces happen from this uh, because a lot of men are living with an addiction that it's you can pass off in real life, but nobody really knows about it until you're cohabitating till you're in the same house and you're living there every day. And then people realize that yeah. it's not going to go away. It's I, never going to get resolved. I tell you that. I tell and, you that Skype love. You can't find that on Skype. Right. And that, that addiction is an addiction to pussy. And a lot of women <laughs> think, a lot of women think that that will go away with time mm. and that if someday he's not going to want it as bad and he's going to be able to get some things done around the house and you'll be able to walk around butt naked and shit like that. And I'm telling you, ladies, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No, because I'm trying to tell you, I don't know what it is about walking around butt naked, dude. When you walk around butt naked, it's like, ooh, pussy's moving. The addiction, the addiction to pussy, it can be a marriage killer for a lot of women. It's like they didn't they didn't think about the long term. They got they start one that that wedding. They start visioning shit like that, but they didn't actually think about you know the long term implications mm-hmm. of having to provide pussy as a resource around the house to say your lover for for life. Uh, yes, but these same women I've been talking. I don't want you to watch porn. Fuck that. Forever here's, is a long time. I know it's so here's some porn because it might be some times where I don't feel like fucking. Yeah, yeah, but you know that's an unresolved addiction. So, uh, yeah, if he's addicted to that pussy and you can't resolve it. I don't know. And, 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 and you approved about porn, honey. I don't know what to tell you. He's going to be fucking you 24-7 then. Mm-hmm. Reason number three, he's only interested in himself. Well, how'd you get in that relationship in the first place is what I got to ask. Yeah, he self-centered. At dinner parties, we've all sat next to the guy who loves to dominate the conversation by talking about himself. Not only does his behavior quickly become really boring, but perpetual narcissism may be indicative that he is a person who just isn't interested in your thoughts or feelings. 
yeah how can you tell a difference between a dude that actually just don't want to talk to you and a dude that loves himself <laughs> like that's, they ain't got the same like y'all both sitting around thinking y'all born you born you know that's mm-hmm. one uh number two he's attached to his mother's apron strings well i, I would just say untie the apron strings maybe he doesn't even know his side on them no cut them bitches uh nothing wrong with a man who loves his mother but if you see signs that his loyalty to his mom surpasses all else e.g everything from his career path to his apartment was handpicked for by his mom then it's time to make a hasty retreat now i agree with this one now 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 because i been... right there is the breakup thing for me now i mm-hmm. you know i can't speak for for roger but i can speak for me mm-hmm. and i'm like this when you marry me nigga you marry me you did not marry your motherfucking mama if you wanted to marry her you should have stayed your ass home with her you're not fucking her if you are that's your business i got nothing to do with that but you fucking me so as far as i'm concerned i'm number one she becomes number two and it's not a, it's not a, a fight for struggle or power or anything like that at the end of the day you live here with me with me you don't live with your mama and it's like i don't mind you doing things for your mama and shit like that but your mama not going to control the relationship your mama's not gonna dictate your relationship your mama not gonna come over here and tell me what the fuck i'm gonna do in my motherfucking house i don't think so and i agree with this one because I've been watching a lot of Japanese porn lately, and these dudes and their mamas, like, they really love their mama, man. Yes. It, it, it's it, crazy. Like, they would love their mama, like, like sexually and everything, you know, almost get caught by their father-in-law and stuff like that. Like, it's it, crazy it, 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 the kind of me, stuff that they're doing. And and and, 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 and I think, to me, I have an issue, and, and I do understand. You have an issue with the Japanese porn having sex with their mama? I understand. Not to, not to Japanese yeah. porn. No, I have issues with it, too, man. Like, the 6th or 17th video I watched like that, it's like, damn. Y'all really gonna keep fucking y'all stepmoms, man. It's mm-hmm. insane. Or you have sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. Now, it's reasonable and it's logical in that standpoint, but I don't think I could live with it in my everyday life. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... I'm just saying these Japanese porn I'm watching. They're some real motherfuckers, man. They reason, set the gold standards. And reason number one, Karen. What's up? What's he calls women the B word. Oh, not butch. Every other word, every other thing on this list was below reason number one. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. She clearly doesn't date black people at all. Cause you know she's like uh, he listened to Jay Z and uh, I heard women referred to as bitches several times and even men. You sure it's bitches? Cause she just said the B word. It's obviously bitches, Karen. Uh, what what other word would drive her so crazy? So him calling you a bitch is over him cheating on you, mm-hmm. being narcissistic, a mama boy, a mama boy mm-hmm. him not being trustworthy. Yep. Oh, okay. Over him having a felony. Says oh, the word. yeah, and telling you cooking's bad. Nothing incites women to anger like the use of the word that shall not be named here. Not shall not be named. See, yes, yeah, Voldemort. See any MTV or Bravo reality show for reference. It can re- it can really pack a wallop no matter whose mouth it comes out of. But that word can be especially hurtful when it comes from the lips of the man you're dating. So that means but you, but you know what? she has never had any dude turn her around and say throw that pussy back on me bitch and thought it was hot no she's never had anybody like take take their hands put it on the back of your hair and like give it a nice little nice little soft hard pull and just say bitch i'm gonna fuck you real good she never had that for no so, uh so she would be the sh- this right here is a prime example 
of if you're a freak, she's the one you don't marry. Right. Because the second you say, bitch, give me that pussy, or you like the way I'm fucking your bitch, mm-hmm. or you like the way I do this bitch. She gonna you, kick you out the room. Yeah. Or, Start or, crying. Yeah. Or, 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 or you take your hand and like smack across the ass, you know, say, I, you know, you like the way I do that bitch, and y'all gonna have a fight. She ain't the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she talking about you, you did break up with her. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so there was a dude, Christopher Dorner, who shot some police and shit. Uh-oh. Uh, call it fear or paranoia or simply taking precautions. Southern Californians spent a good portion of Friday on the lookout for a homicidal fugitive. I don't know if he's still on the loose or not. Um, uh, does anybody know? Somebody in the chat will tell us. I have us. no idea. At various times during the day, Christopher Dorner was spotted near the Twin Towers Correctional Facility in a white Lexus on the edge of the desert outside of Barstow and driving a San, on the San Gabriel River freeway near the very suburban community of Pico Rivera. Although a massive manhunt manhood concentrated 100 law enforcement personnel searching for a muscular 6-foot, 270-pound black man in the snow-covered San Bernardino Mountains near the ski resort, of Big Bear, black men of similar bills throughout the region generated phone calls to law enforcement. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, I basically... Tearing their phone up. Every black man they seen, they was calling. Yeah. Like, you know, they just call it like 130-pound Five foot two <laughs> niggas getting pulled over <laughs> and shit. Yes, they was. Uh, you just happen to be fitting the description, sir. Um, for example, El Monte police responded to a report that a donor sighting to a reported Dorner sighting about 10 a.m. at Peck Road. We had a report it was a person matching the description with a police-type shirt on walking across the street. Upon investigating, officers determined the man was a security guard in the area and picked up, picking up his lunch. Ah, I told you, they were calling any man. If you were black, you were in trouble up in there. And then you up there the mountains and skiing. I know black folks go skiing, but very few black folks go skiing. So you probably was like the little black dots in the white sand. Pasadena bail bondsman Ishmael Trone urged law enforcement officers and black men to be cautious Ah. while Dorner remains on the loose. You can't recklessly stop African-Americans, Trone said. We still watch him. Yeah, right. Not like every other day of the week. Uh, we still have to ensure that citizens believe the police are there to protect and serve. We should not ignite fear in the African-American community. While tensions running high, Trump said black men should avoid even the most banal confrontations with police. Hey, officer, you had a time. Ah! (laughs) Make sure you have your identification. Make sure you cooperate with the police. Now is not the time to be wearing a hoodie. Did they say that in this article? That's what Trump said. Yes, Ishmael Trump. And wow! And the threat from amped up police officers extend beyond the black community. Two Latino women working in Taurus were shot by officers who thought their car looked like the one driven by Dorner. <gasps> the car did not match the description. Oh! And they, they shot the shit. I will sue the fuck out of them. That's a tragedy, and the police department needs to be held accountable for that, including that from a financial. Respect the perspective says Joe Brown, former Pasadena branch NAACP president. But they're not talking about that. All you hear is just black men walking around missing. Despite the admonitions and abundance of certain of caution, fear brought donor cited uh fear brought donor sightings from Ventura to San Diego and a whole host of locations in between. Sightings were also reported to police in Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga. 
Arundale and Long Beach at various times since Thursday. None panned out. Officers who normally patrol solo were put two officer cars at police departments in Los Angeles, Pasadena, South Pasadena, Monrovia, uh, and Monrovia, as well as Los Angeles County Sheriff Department. You you know what? The thing about this, it's funny. They go, well, we don't want to cause panic at all, but carry your ID if you're black. Don't wear a hoodie if you're black. We shooting people. Because we think the vehicle might look. We even taking our officers and putting them out there two by two. Mm -hmm. Because we don't want them to get attacked in case we become too aggressive on black people. But yet, we don't want to panic the black community. This makes no sense. Yep. Officers who normally patrol solo put in two-car police. Yep. Uh, And departments also beefed up patrols at sensitive locations, such as schools. Uh, Near Pico Rivera, someone reported seeing a large black man wearing military fatigues and driving a royal blue car about 6.30 a.m. Um... We are checking it. We checked it out. We looked at surveillance video. We didn't find anything. So I know they. I know they're just making shit up too. Yes, that nine one one call is getting lit up, and people just making up shit. Another motorist called deputies at eleven a.m. Thursday to report seeing a man who resembled Dorner driving a gray Aspen SUV eastbound on Slauson Avenue. Uh, again, deputies investigated but find no signs of Dorner. Further south in San Diego County, sheriff's deputies found. Uh, a remain at the Barona Indian Reservation early Friday after someone called a reporter to see a donor at a residence around 10, 15 p.m. Thursday. That report appeared to be false. And you know what? And, and I know it's, it has to be very, very frustrating for police officers is literally just trying to do their job. And you just keep feel like you're just wasting your time running around in circles. Yeah. So don't be black in California. Please don't. Um, so apparently... Did you know that at a two, there's a 2013 Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival? Wow. Yeah. Officially opened the other day, and then this happened at it. I thought this was uh, kind of sweet um, for everybody involved. Uh, might have to refresh. refresh. Yeah. You know how this shit does. Got to embarrass me in front of the company. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Firefox. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. Um, boom. But yeah, so uh, apparently people drove out in the thousands to attend Bacon Fest. Okay. On Saturday, it's an hour. Uh, here we go. That's right. A man walked on stage, confessed his love to Bacon. And the Walking Dead. And the Walking Dead. And then told his woman, I love you even more. Asked her to marry him at Bacon Fest. Is that romantic, Cam? That's going to be the most romantic, unhealthiest marriage ever. I feel like that is also a really good statement on uh like that's a real good way to profess your love because 
if anybody loved me more than they love bacon you know that's i just serious love i dream of those days you know i don't think that's possible for anyone to have that kind of love <laughs> but uh i feel like that and the really walking bed come on come on that's, yeah, that's, that's really a close put it one. on them all right let's get to some guests to race guys that's, uh, that's why they came here in the first place. I hope you got your racism caps on. Welcome to the newsletter tonight at 6. I'm Jason Dennis. And I'm Barbara Gauthier. New at 6 tonight, an argument between a Columbus couple takes a violent turn when a man allegedly sets his girlfriend on fire. Oh, my. Dante Renzulli went to the scene today of the crime and spoke with neighbors who were shocked to hear this news. Well, police say the victim was caught in this fire long enough to receive second and third degree burns on her hands and face. 35-year-old Robert Williams is in jail, charged with aggravated assault and battery. Police say he poured lighter fluid on his girlfriend in the bedroom of their Havenbrook Court apartment and then set her on fire yesterday morning. Neighbors say they knew right away this was not a normal fire. Yeah, I seen all the fire trucks and stuff, but, you know, after I heard that what happened, I was like, why should it happen like that when they could have started another way, you know? I feel like if Charlotte was going to leave him, True, he should have just loved you, hear me? So it just be, it's crazy how people is over these females, you know what I'm saying? Just move on, you know what I'm saying? She cool, though. I like her, you know what I'm saying? That's my fam, for real, now. You yeah. know, that was messed up about Buddy, man. I don't even know they were fighting, you know? And today, the blinds in the window of the apartment are melted and warped from the heat of the fire. Shit. The victim is a 44-year-old woman, and her face was burned so severely she needed to be taken to a hospital in Atlanta to be treated. All right. So guess the race of Robert Williams, fire burner. Um, let's see. Racism rules. Okay. Rapers of natives and cheese till those nig words spoke black. Oh, Lord. One who straight flexes on Instagram. <laughs> One who will be waking up just now saying, I, don't, I need to stop, stop waking up late, nigga. One who will be featured on Fox News after Obama's presidency is over. <laughs> or won't be featured yet. Black nigga who wanted a darker woman. Chris Brown, high yellow, black, and can't walk around in on in California with a hoodie on, I'm guessing. Uh, correct answer is black. And I guess you guys could tell from the context clues of the people they interviewed. The interview. They talking about shorty. I was yeah. like, oh, they gave it away right there. Okay, I do show it like that, man. I didn't know what's going saying? on. You know, you might as well just get on over them females. She a good people, man. They're my cub. That, that was a good interview. I don't think be better. He been, he'd have spit out tobacco. Because I hear Louis' head on the crazy ass female, man. You know that, ain't, that ain't that serious. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, got another guest to race. This one is about a mailman who couldn't take a joke. Still wearing his uniform, a veteran postal worker is behind bars and charged today with cruelty to a child and assault. He's accused of choking a girl who laughed at him. Hello, thank you for joining us. I'm David Oner. Oh, I'm shit. Ellen Leva. This is Eyewitness News at 4 o'clock. Witnesses say the postal carrier, who's been on the job for more than 30 years, became angry when two kids taunted him. He was allegedly choking a girl when witnesses ordered him to stop. Eyewitness News reporter Leo Starworth is live at the courthouse in East Los Angeles, where the postal worker was just arraigned. Hi, Helen. It's me, Leo. Let's go straight to the witnesses. Oh, yeah. Hey, he didn't even have to do a little cool like that, man. You know, you know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Can't be little, well, had to choke a little buddy up like that, man, because yeah. damn jokes, man. He was like family. Need to learn how to take a damn joke, man, up in here, man. Shit. On that boom house. Don't call me no more. I'll call you. Leo? Yeah, the postal worker faced a judge on misdemeanor charges here in an East L.A. courtroom this afternoon. 
wearing his postal uniform in court, he entered a plea of not guilty. 55-year-old Daniel Villasenor, dressed in his U.S. postal uniform, entered a plea of not guilty to charges of... Well, I don't want him delivering my mail on Saturdays, I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you, this, this is why they cut it down to five days a week. I like how this is how to be the best advertiser for the for uh, UPS and uh, FedEx, FedEx and it's like, hey, we won't choke the shit out of your little kid. So, uh, you know, but we don't deliver to every house across the country either. Yeah. What can Brown do for you? Not choke the fuck out of your little 11 year old for making a joke. Cruelty to a child and assault on public property. This after he allegedly choked an 11 year old girl at Bristol Park in Commerce Monday afternoon. Detectives with the Special Victims of Crime Bureau say the man, dressed in his postal uniform at the time of the alleged attack, became agitated with the girl after she and another child laughed at him for mistakenly going into the women's bathroom at the park. He came out, went into the men's. When he returned, they were still laughing at him and, and making fun of him. And he got angry and pushed the 11-year-old the child and then grabbed her by the neck and the collar. Uh, in what appeared to be a choking motion to the witnesses. Investigators say a witness came to the child's aid. A woman heard the screams of the little girl, came outside, and the uh, suspect uh, in the postal uniform got into his uh, vehicle and left. Sheriff's deputies responded from East L.A. They found the vehicle, stopped it, and uh, made an arrest. The postal employee remains behind bars. His bail is $15,000. He is expected back in court in early March. Live in East LA, Leo Starworth, ABC Who's 7. Who's going to cover his routes? All right. Right. I just like that he couldn't take it. He's like, uh, so what was the issue? There appeared to be no motive. Uh, she was acting like a little bitch is your issue. And, uh, yeah, I made the wrong turn in the bathroom. But, you know, uh, sometimes you got to choke a little motherfucker up. Yeah. You know, that yeah. actually is the code for beating a kid is going to the bathroom. <laughs> and, I, and I think it was a nice touch that he wore his uniform in the courtroom. Mm hmm. Yeah, he served that ass whooping through rain, sleet, and snow. Mm -hmm. uh, guess the race chat room. Oh, they already are, are guessing. Mm -hmm. My bad. Let me scroll up a little bit. Um, no, my shit be acting up sometime. Latrell Sprewell cousin on his mama's side. One who, so that's black. One who uppercuts women on buses and try to stand up in it. That's black. The only motherfuckers that go looking for Bigfoot white. He was choking the girl. Uh, he was saying, why are you crying? Latino. Damn, postal workers are dangerous. That's not a race, Shirley. Um, uh, one who is, isn't afraid to die in a fire at work. <laughs> uh, I kind of, okay, that's not one. Balrog for Street Fighter. East L.A., one who holds back more water than SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, get off my kid, kid, get off my lawn, white. Somebody said he went postal. Yeah, that's not a race. Oh, my not, bad. Not so privileged, white. We only rewarding people who play guest the race game. Come oh, I'm on. sorry. I, I, I assume that was show. white. The correct answer is white. It was a white man. Uh, choking an 11 year old. Damn, he was mad. <laughs> Like who gets that mad? He, was like, he must have had a bad day. To, he must have been, you know the dog must have bit him. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. must he must have had a rough day. He's like, bitch, I, this is this is enough. I'm tired of this bullshit. Palm Beach Gardens man threatens another man with a sword. Michael Seacrest got into an argument with Adrian Adrian Hati in the early morning hours on Thursday. 
apparently hottie was angry at seacrest for taking a jacket that wasn't his a heated argument ensued and hottie stepped up to seacrest and allegedly made verbal threats seacrest didn't like the dude being all up in his face so he decided to go medieval on his ass yep that's in this article Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and obviously this happened in florida oh florida shout out to chill uh seacrest went to his apartment came back out with a sword allegedly swung it at hottie um according to the palm beach sheriff's office a deputy responded to a domestic disturbance shortly after 1 a.m uh they saw seacrest holding the sword and yelling at hottie uh hottie apparently had a woman later identified as rebecca geary wrapped in his arms at the time what was that for it's like hi you lucky this bitch ain't holding me back (laughs) cops asked both men to stand down hottie released geary and seacrest threw down his sword so maybe he was using a woman as a shield what a fucking coward wow well that's what you get women y'all want to rights. this is equal rights according to all the chauvinists it's not (laughs) it's not clear if hottie was uh, threatening gary or using her as a human shield from a guy with a sword wow he was like nino in new jack city they'll cut you for that cut me uh hottie told police this is softer Hottie told police that Seacrest swung the sword with the blade coming within mere inches of hitting him. As for Geary, she said she and another unidentified woman gave police conflicting reports on whether or not Seacrest tried to injure Hottie. Um, so you can also guess the race on this. Michael Seacrest of Palm Beach, uh, guess the race. Cause that's pretty crazy. Obama's second cousin on his mama's side, Chuck Norris White. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> the host of American Sword Idol, White, one who would wear shorts in the winter, White. Yeah, that's true. White people do love that. Ryan Seacrest gone crazy, White. Uh, the correct <laughs> White Cheese Hooker. Correct answer is White. Jeez, Nathan so Al Green, White. All right. Um, I think we have another sword rash in this one. Um, oh, this is just actually a dude that we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I guess he went to trial, so they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. The High Court of Glasgow heard that 31-year-old Derek Telford slashed and hacked and stabbed the 34-year-old Jamie Kerr with a sword. A number of the injuries sustained by the victim, including crisscross slashes to his face, oh. may have been inflicted by after Mr. Kerr was dead. Oh, shit. Uh, the, allegedly, the Telford cut off Mr. Kerr's ears. He lay dead and dying, <gasps> shouting out, can you hear me now? <laughs> so his uh, no his, his co be no his co-accused lorraine calligan 40 was cleared of the murder charge after the jury found the case against her was not proven however both were found guilty of attempting to defeat the ends of justice by cleaning up blood setting fire to mr kerr's body and threatening the witness uh calligan's lawyer john, john paul marbury told the police uh told the court this offense was committed by my client because she was in mortal fear of Derek telford advocate dispute leslie that's why i would never do a crime with a woman by the way i know because they always just throw this shit in your face like they could have been the mastermind behind everything and they're just gonna be like he was scaring me and i'm a woman and i'm crying and i have a vagina everybody's gonna go he obviously set this whole thing up like fuck you any woman ever calls me to help her bury a dead body fuck you i'm out no 
<laughs> not for all the pussy in the world. I know it's so, sir. I'm not going to prison for life. I'm a big ass fuck, so you ain't got to worry about me. Yeah, she'll be out in fucking five years. My ass will be doing life getting raped by some dude I fucking don't know. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and not be able to shit in your own bathroom. Right. Now I got to take all my shits in, uh, in public. On the, That's the lowest of shits. Like I say, you let measure life in shits, man. You'll be fine. Um... So anyway, yeah, uh, this, this is just crazy. Um, so he got charged with murder and he's on trial. Uh, here's another guest the race and sore ratchetness article. We had a lot of sore ratchetness lately. A man is behind bars tonight after pulling out a three foot sword in a crowd of people. 40 year old Jason Bellows was arrested by Colleen police yesterday near downtown close to North second street. He was charged with unlawfully carrying a weapon. Someone called 911 after they said Bellows pulled out a three-foot ninja sword. One witness said the crowd was on edge because they didn't know what he planned to do with a large sword or where it came from. Mm. So, wow. guess the race of Mr. Jason Bellows pulling out swords in public on motherfuckers for no reason. It's crazy. Only white people doing that shit, says Django. <laughs> Star Wars kid ready for his big moment. Greg. Provolone. White, says Sherry. Link from Legend of Zelda. The Fonz. Train Smoke White. 80s Ninja Movie White. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, the, the correct answer is White. And yes, 80 Ninjas movies used to stay having white dudes as the main ninja. What? Yes. Uh, racist bullshit. Um, uh, cover this one next time. So we can get to some of this other stuff. Um, all right. Let's do a couple more guests to race, and then we're going to do our big announcement, Karen. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. So a couple more guests to race. Hopefully y'all ready. Got your guessing hats on. You better. Police. Crowbar killing was robbery for drug money. A 73-year-old man begged for his life. And he was struck repeatedly in the head with a crowbar. No one heard his cries. Uh-oh. No one can't help and no one came. This seems like a really good life alert commercial. Uh-huh. James Massingill. Help, I'm getting beaten head. James Massingill. What a douche. Died inside his ah! home on Saturday night. Oh. A woman living in the house, 48-year-old Laura Morgan, reportedly bludgeoned him to death from her wheelchair to take his wallet. Shit. Yeah. Morgan, who has no legs. <gasps> That's right, Ken. Whoa. Didn't have a leg to stand on. Still no, took $200 and, from And him. she was mad because he dushed and she didn't. Sound like she got a leg up on him, you know. Uh, took two legs up on him. Took $200 from Master Gill's wallet as he lay on the ground, according to a police report. She went out and bought crack cocaine. Then he re- she returned home to call pol- the police and report his death. In a wheelchair? First of all, that is crack priorities. I like that. Crack priorities really be making you be like, I got the $200. Let me go get my crack first. Then I call the cops and set up this frame. Yes. She was waiting on the front porch when officers arrived. Morgan told police she killed Massengill with the crowbar, uh, and it was still inside the house with his body. So crackheads don't have time to cover up the crime too much. Yeah, she was like, I ain't gonna waste my timeline, y'all. Yeah. See, she got high. No, she lied. She just didn't cover it up. 
She went and got high. Oh, she lied. Oh, Probably. so she got high. All the all the all her inhibitions went down. Yeah, I see somebody said that she's going to a special kind of hell. Look, you can't blame her. This dude was a douchebag, obviously. Yeah, yeah, she gonna roll straight down. She already got wheels. Uh, Master Gill's death marked the third homicide of the year, Chattanooga. Morgan has prior convictions for prostitution and drug possession in Hamilton County, according to court records. She now possess uh, she now faces charges of first degree murder and especially and especially aggravated robbery. She remains jail without bond. She has a record of being a fugitive. Guess the race of of wow. uh Miss Morgan, the Laura Morgan, the the killer. Chat room says Roots cast member from Leonard Brothers. Blue-eyed, devilish, crack and cheese cack. Crack-ass crackers is S-T-I-F. One who enjoys a nice summer's eve while eating brie. Same color as crack and cheese, she getting white. One who believes he can dump his pregnant wife, marry a black jump off, and still win the presidency. That's a nigga. Ricotta loving, meditating to the world music white. Sprinkles Parmesan over her crack. Beaver Cleaver white. Correct answer is... White. I'm surprised y'all got that though, cause uh, just if I didn't have the picture in front of me, that's a black crime. Yes, that is crack. Killing somebody for crack, going and doing the crack, and then coming back and not even covering up the murder, but calling the cops. That's some black shit. I couldn't believe y'all won that one. Now y'all must have looked that one up. Some shit. You're only cheating yourselves, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did we already talk about the woman who killed somebody over Jolly Rangers? Mm-mm. Or jailed over Jolly Ranchers? Mm-mm. Really? I thought we did this with Justin. Jolly Rancher, can- Jolly Rancher ch- candies are tasty, but are they worth the trip to Uh-oh. jail? Uh-oh. They say we did. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought we did this one. Okay. Um, yeah. I was, um, Athens Clark police arrested an Athens woman Thursday night after she allegedly attacked a man with a jar of olives. Wow. The woman smashed the man in the head with the glass jar because he wouldn't give her money so she could buy crack. <laughs> What's up with all these crack crimes? Police charged Tammy Elaine Johnson, 49, with aggravated assault. Officers reported uh, to the apartments about 11 p.m. Thursday on a report of a fight. When they got there, they said they found a 44-year-old man bleeding from a cut near his eye. The man told officers that he and Johnson, who also lives there, were at a neighbor's apartment when the argument broke out. In addition to being upset she couldn't get money to buy crack with, police said the victim told the officer they were arguing because Tammy wanted to be with him, but he was not interested in her. Oh, her crack. You're a fucking crackhead, ma'am. You know? Yeah. It's not you, baby. It's the the crack that's the issue, not you. you. You a crackhead. We no, 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 no. We cannot date. You do crack, ma'am. Till you get clean. Nope. You smoke crack, don't you? Well, don't you? <laughs> yes, she does, sir. Yes, she does. Well, do it expeditiously. Um, she wanted to be with him. <laughs> Officers went to Johnson's apartment where she explained that while at the neighbor's home, she asked she had the victim argue because he called her names. After the neighbor asked them to leave, she and the victim went to the parking lot so they could handle the problem so that's like meet me in the parking lot bitch on the on the way she stopped at her apartment and grabbed the olive jar to use as a weapon because she could not take him the 
arrested officer decided Johnson should be arrested on a felony. I felt that her intent was to use the jaws and offensive weapon, so she was charged with aggravated assault, the officer wrote in the arrest report. There's some dangerous ass olives, ain't there? Yeah. I cook with mine. I don't waste them on people. Yeah, like the fact that you really was like, I'm going to have to uh, beat your ass or kill you because Ah! one, you won't give me money for crack. And also, too, you won't date me. It's like, you realize how mutually fucking exclusive those two things are? Like, no. No, fuck no, fuck no. Anyway, guess the race of Tammy Elaine Johnson, 49. You smoke crack, don't you? Jump! Uh, the prime queen from New Jack City. Yeah, she went from prime queen to prime fiend. Tracy Chapman, Ace Boone Coon. <laughs> well, I guess she did have one reason to stay there and do some more crack. Spear Chucker, crack martini with cheese white. Now this bitch is black, says Django. Snow, says L. Emperor, <laughs> Emperor L. Just say no, black is, says Stiff. Uh, the correct answer is, Wait, white, black people don't have jars of olives. Oh, that's a astute observation, connect, Duke. Uh, the correct answer is, let's see, space blacks. Space black. Jesus, that's black. Uh, correct answer is, why, uh, black. Ah, I faked y'all out. It's black. She was a black woman with, uh, with olives all over the place, just beating it over. But she didn't kill the dude, man. When the police arrived, he was quoted as saying, I live. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And also, that was the murder weapon. Um, Lufkin pol- woman accused of taking photos of her daughter with a knife at her throat. Oh, shit. Lufkin police have arrested a woman accused of taking pictures of her daughter with a knife at her throat and sending those pictures to the child's father. <gasps> Casey Danielle Alford, 20, of Lufkin is charged with aggravated assault. According to an on-view arrest affidavit, officers were dispatched uh, to her house in, well- in reference to a welfare concern on Sunday. On the way to the home, officers were speaking with the child's grandmother and father, who officers uh, got a text, sent a text message from, got a text message from Alford, which came around 2.30 p.m. and said, it's in the trash, you too. Hope y'all have enough money for Kaylee funeral. Bye. Wow. A picture from 3 p.m. showed the child on the floor crying with a large knife under her throat with blood smeared on her chin and the knife. Officers arrived at home at the home to talk to Ox Olford, who denied taking any or sending any pictures. The children in the home appeared to be fine. Uh, she allowed officers to look at her phone. Officers could not find any texts or pictures sent to the father or grandmother. Investigators began looking into the case and to- took Olford into custody. While Olford was in the police car, Over admitted that she took the pictures the day before and that the blood was not from her daughter, but from her own menstrual cycle. Oh! Mm-hmm. That's nasty! Yeah. Yep. Oh! I don't even want to touch it. Why would I put it on my child? Uh, yeah, she explained that she did it for attention and that she was depressed and lonely. And you know how much that'll get you some company. So she, uh, she, she's put in, uh, in jail and she posted $10,000 bail on Monday. Guess the race of Mrs. Uh, Casey Danielle Olford. Nasty. That's not a race, but that's nasty. <laughs> Whiter than the superhero's eyes. 
Law and Order SVU White. <laughs> Fago Chugging Juggalo White. She was lonely, period, white. Escaping the pressures and troubles of living in the city through, uh, through camping at a bear site, white. <laughs> <laughs> Only 10K Bell, fuck that, she is white. Casey Anthony Cheese eating, kid killing white. <laughs> kid killing. Yeah, the Mitchell Psycho dog. Uh, here's what's funny. Um, what do you think of race is from that picture, Karen? White. See, I think she looks like a light skinned black woman. Oh. Like looking at her hair and all that stuff. Okay. She looks black to me. You know what? When you blew, you blew it up. Yes. Yeah. That's a black okay, woman. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. You blew it up. Yes. She black. So everybody was wrong. She black, y'all. Yeah. She black. He blew the picture up. Yep. All right, man. So uh, let's get into um, let's get into what we're really here for. We're announcing that you can finally go vote for the tibbies. It took us forever to compile this yes. shit. Yes. Uh, but you know, of course, we have different categories that you can go vote in and stuff, and uh, we encourage everybody to go vote. We will uh, have it up by the time the show is it mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll actually be able to go and uh, look at it and. And place your votes for different categories. Um, we've already explained it before. Everybody nominated. We took the nominations and the people who had, you know, the, the highest nominations and went and found clips of, uh, the, what you guys, uh, said were the best moments of the show and stuff like that. And we're going to play them right on the air right now. Um, so of course the, uh, first, uh, category is best impression. And, uh, a lot of people, um, very active in voting, uh, say that, uh, different categories. We had six different ones for this one. Um, the first of which being, um, Florida Evans impression for episode 321. So, uh, let me, let me, uh, play this for you guys and let's see what happens. You know, can you even imagine Florida talking sexy in that voice? She don't talk sexy. No, no, there's nothing sexy. Oh, about that get you voice. some, James. Mm-hmm. You tearing it up, be Danny. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is some good ass dick. Oh, James. Oh, that sounds disgusting. That's what the old people say. Oh. Call me a whore, James. <laughs> Smack it again, James. <laughs> damn, 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 James. You tearing this pussy off. <laughs> oh, not the face, James. All right, man. Um, let's do some. Choke me hard. I can't feel nothing with this thick ass neck. <laughs> you gonna have to, you gonna have to strap a belt around my neck, James. Yeah. I can't. I, I can still breathe, James. I can still breathe. Yes, it's not tight enough. And then JJ walk in like, hey, can I dynamite? Can I stop y'all for? Oh, I'm sorry. I knew you was doing this, James. So that was uh, a <laughs> clip. Of, uh, oh, some of this, some, some of this, we had to go back in the archives or something I had heard in a very long time. Yeah, this is, uh, that was episode 321. Um, this, you can go vote for it. Uh, by the time you hear this show, uh, and it's up, you should be able to go, go vote, vote in the polls. polls, um, on the site. Uh, episode 327 
We had a racist Elmo impersonation. Racist Elmo. A man Elmo. Who, char- who haunts Central Park dressed as Il- Elmo, the lovable Sesame Street character, was handcuffed by New York City cops yesterday and whisked away in an ambulance at the launching to one of his trademark anti-Semitic rants. The unidentified oh. man who police say was not arrested was removed from the vicinity of the Central Park Zoo where he was alternately posed for photos with park visitors, screamed curses, launched into diatribes about assorted Jewish conspiracies. Oh, do you think they had handcuffs with ABCs on them? <laughs> for instance, last week the man was filmed loudly complaining that he was not making money because the Jewish cops were harassing, harassing him. <laughs> He's in the full flesh. I think outfit. just I think just anybody that fucks with this dude becomes a Jew. <laughs> yeah, he suggested that the he park. Don't care who you are, you a Jew. He suggested the park goers read "International Jew," a notorious series of anti-Semitic pamphlets distributed about ninety years ago by Otto Magnet Henry Ford. Uh, he can also be heard referring to Abraham Foxman, lead of head of the Anti-Defamation League, at the outset of the clip. If you start your own business in this city, Jews will harass you. The man announced. As a friend videotaped the enraged Elmo, a young woman remarked, this is the scariest Elmo I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. I know, right? Elmo is not laughing. Yeah. I just wish he would have did it in the Elmo voice. Oh, that would have been epic. Elmo hate the Jews. Elmo hate all of you. Why are you even here? Fucking with Elmo. Get away from me, little kid. (laughs) Elmo say you killed Jesus Christ. (laughs) Elmo, Elmo said that your mommy's bad. Why? Because she's a Jew. Elmo said there is no Holocaust. <laughs> oh, Elmo. <laughs> Fucking, oh, man. What a jerk. Racist Elmo. Who the thought of the day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Go back and hear these clips. We like y'all, because, you know, because we say so much stuff, y'all. We can't remember all, everything that we say all the time. So oh. going back and hearing it is, like, epic to us, too, y'all. Oh, my God, man. I didn't even remember her saying that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I told oh, you. Oh, man. Elmo, I to choose. <laughs> all right. We also had episode 47. This is a time when the, the Mel Gibson uh, audio was leaking all over the place. tapes. We uh we had Justin and Will in the studio. This is way back in the day, episode forty seven. Um, so you know we still had music in the background. We're still using one microphone yeah. for everybody. So yeah, so it's quite gonna be a little different, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this was a generic mixtape DJ for uh, Mel Gibson's uh, audio releases. Guess what? New shit is out, man. The newest volume. Oh, shit. When did it drop? Mailback music dropped today. Volume 4, man. <laughs> My nigga Mel Gibson in the house, man. Wow. He yeah. got a mixtape like crazy, ain't it? Yeah, I'm thinking my own. Um, little Wayne of Hollywood. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm going to introduce these, this clip from now. I'm just introducing the clips like a DJ. So, I'm going to give me a... Hold on. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Yeah, go for it. New shit! Mel Gibson, my nigga, Mel Bat Music Volume 4. What? <laughs> Welcome to Mel County. <laughs> I'm from the hood. I'm from the brave heart, nigga. Uh. <laughs> I'm from the brave heart. Fucking stupid, man. Um, Alright, then we had um episode 385. The Elmo Payoff. Uh, this is the episode we had Victor Varnado as one as a guest, and uh, 
Uh, this is one of my favorite yeah, impressions. Yeah, looks like he's a scumbag, so there you go. I wonder, did he use Elmo for the exchange? Elmo <laughs> <laughs> got a bag for the money! <laughs> what you got, bitch? Elmo <laughs> said, just take the money. Elmo <laughs> said, Elmo, go transfer that money into your bank account. What is your number? <laughs> All right. You're supposed to be Elmo's hoe. <laughs> money and shut the fuck up. Elmo was just petting you. You know Elmo smacked that ass real good. <laughs> Elmo waited to... Is Elmo your daddy? <laughs> Whose is it? It's mine, bitch. Oh, shit. Elmo uh. waited till you turned 18, right? <laughs> This you money don't want Elmo to cut you. <laughs> Elmo will cut you. Elmo will cut you deep. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you guys are ridiculous. Oh, okay. Whew. All right. <laughs> oh, all right, so... Here's another guest the race story. Let's get back to some serious news here. Hard hitting news. Yeah. So that was Victor and Karen, uh Victor Ronaldo Karen's elbow impression uh of uh the payoff that uh the I guess the Elmo the guy under the hood, the under whose hand up to pump his ass, uh Kevin something, he was doing the uh payoffs to allegedly to uh some young boys who were accusing him of uh pedophilia and gay sex <laughs> and uh you guys did an impression of what if he did it in the elmo voice and uh, i lost my shit i couldn't couldn't make it through that um this one is episode 272 where we went to shadow doll productions uh underground sound studio mm-hmm. and uh we recorded a live episode with that well an episode with them you guys don't get to hear those live but um it was the walmart voice mm-hmm and uh, I, was, I was talking about going to Walmart. This is one of the longer clips, but uh, it's an impression of me doing an employee at Walmart. I'm, a, I'm at Walmart, and I'm like, as soon as I walk in, I'm like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I meant to go to Target. Like, why didn't I walk out of my house and go to Target, right? And I'm like, well, you know, it won't be that bad. I just need a dinner tray. You know, other shit that I have is here. You know, I needed some food supplies and stuff, so I went and got all that. And then I go to the side with the, you know, for kitchen appliances and furniture and stuff. And I'm like, hey, uh. Got to get a dinner tray. I'm walking down. I can't find shit. I don't know why. Like, why? why ah. Who labels Walmart shit? You know? Like, I don't oh. know what you need, but it's like, the owls don't make sense. Like, nope. refrigerators and Teletubbies. Like, <laughs> what are those two things on the same aisle for? I have no idea, man. So I'm just looking and stuff, and I'm fine. I'm like, lady, um, uh, see you have a Walmart vest on. Um, can I can I uh, ask you a question for a quick uh, quick question? Um, do you know what the dinner trays are? And I'm not exaggerating this shit. This is a hundred percent what she said to me. She said, "The dinner trays." That and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not exact. That's not a, like a joke of a imita- like honest to God. I was like, um, so yeah, dinner trays. Like, I started talking to her more clearer. Like, that shit would make her talk clearer. Like, obviously, that's not, you know, it's like talking better English to someone who speaks another language. But I was just like, yeah, um, I need dinner trays, like TV trays, like you can eat while watching. And she's like, and then points a certain direction. And I'm just like, 
Well, okay, I'm, I'm following where you're pointing. I don't know what the fuck that means, but because uh, that that I've been over there, I didn't see what the fuck I needed. But well, then she just goes over there and starts walking, and I'm like, well, I guess I must follow you. I don't, I don't know if this is you leading me or you just trying to get away from me or you feel like you answered my question. I don't know, because she's not. And that's the other thing. She wasn't acknowledging shit that I said. You know, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you need to dinner trays. Yeah, dinner trays. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, man. So I'm following her, and then she leads me to this, like, area. And they're not really TV trays. They're like these desks that um you could use as a dinner tray. Like, if you were sitting on a couch, you could, yeah. like, sit it up, and it stands about maybe three or four feet off the ground, mm-hmm. and you could sit something on it like a table. But I want it, like, to kind of, like, unfold and sit in your lap. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, okay, so and like, and as I'm, as I realize this is not what I want, I'm fucking thinking like, how do I explain to her and get her to explain to me if they even have what the fuck I do want? That's right. So I'm just like, do do you uh, have the kind that just sit on your lap? She's like, you're right there. Like, uh, yeah, the the uh. right, the kind that okay, listen, it's like this, but imagine if it just like unfolded and it's uh, you know like sat on your lap. She's like, there, there. Like yeah, dar, obviously dar. Um, You're gonna have to do that voice next time you come in to record. I, I can hear that all day. <laughs> the Walmart voice. Yeah, the, oh, it's gonna be labeled Walmart lady voice. <laughs> I can do the Walmart lady voice. Um, I don't know how you're gonna write that, but uh, I'm assuming she would take this same shit, but she would just scramble it up into her own voice. Exactly. Like, yeah, just tell her that the, the TV trays are over there, but in Walmart voice. Never did, never did that. Right. That's how you do it. Um, did you give me three seventy five and change? And like, I was, I was so mad. I was so mad, dude. Cause like she, like she was so treating me so. Cause like that's the other thing. I could tell her tone was kind of fucking condescending. Like I was stupid. Oh. Like I could tell that much from her fucking tone, where it was like, like, like looking at other people, like, look at this dumb motherfucker. I'm telling them TV trays are right here. And like I'm like, you can can anyone speak this? Can anyone? Can someone just translate this shit for me? And so finally, she, you know, she just walks off, which I'm assuming is the end of our conversation. <laughs> Cause I, she wasn't, she didn't like she was leading me anywhere else. She just like was like shrugged her shoulders and walked the fuck off, man. And I was so mad, I literally left everything at Walmart. Yep. That's <laughs> so, what you do, sir. <clears throat> that was a Walmart voice um, impersonation. Um, let's see what the uh, the next one is. Uh, uh, we also had a lady on fire. Uh, Justin was here. And uh, it was a, a 911 call. Uh, let me see. What Franklin Parish Sheriff Kevin Cobb said that uh, he needs to throw more touchdowns to Larry Fitzgerald. But um, Kevin Cobb said ah! during a press conference at the Franklin Parish Courthouse this afternoon that all forensic evidence pointed towards Moffitt concocting the story and setting herself on fire. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't it remind you of the person that was like, uh, I think it was 2008, where a lady said that. She, Someone threw acid in her face, and there's another case where someone, this lady said that a black person beat her up and did something, and then and she wrote and wrote it backwards. Yeah, because she wrote uh, initials like for Barack Obama or something in the mirror. Obama. So she, so she wrote it backwards. It looked right in the mirror, but obviously in real life, when you looked at her face, it was backwards. Mm-hmm. So it's just like crazy shit like that. You're like, you're, you're fucking crazy, aren't you? Um. 
Cobb says, basically, we had to follow the facts. This was a disturbing case for all involved. All indications show that this was a self-inflicted situation. Moffitt, 20 years old, told police she was walking on a park trail when she was attacked and set afire by three men wearing white T-shirt hoodies. She remained at LSU's Health Sciences Center in Shreveport in critical condition. So she not only did she do that, she put herself in critical condition. Wow. Police now believe it was Moffitt who wrote KKK and nigger on the hood of the Buick LaCrosse with toothpaste <laughs> and then set fire to herself. She told police she couldn't identify the race of those she claimed attacked her. She called 911 from the park. So she was terrible at guessing. So race. did she call 911 before or after she set herself on fire? Because I can't imagine being able to call 911 while I'm on fire. Unless it's on speakerphone. Even not, then, like to dial the numbers. Like I no, I'll just say you put it on speakerphone and you light yourself on fire, and then when they answer, you go, "Is hey nine one one? Can I? Well, let's do it right now, Justin. You be the nine one one operator, right? Ring, ring. Hello, nine one one. Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. How can I help you? Oh yeah. Um, I'm, this, ah! Well, this is. Well, this is. Let's be fire. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be fire. Oh, help me, Jesus. Lord, it. Lord, Jesus, help me, Lord. Ah, this is a dumb idea. <laughs> 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 so you need medic. Help! Ah, help! You need medic or fire? Ah. Which would you say you need first, medic oh, or fire? Oh, KKK! KKK, I'm so, burning! Then? I'm burning! You need some KY jelly? Oh! <laughs> This is a bad idea. I should have thought this through. Oh. So you need police, fire, or medic? Oh, fire! I'm on fire. So you're like a rapper? You? I'm hot. You're hot. Sir, what's your location? So I can oh, the out. pit of hell! It is hot. So you know it's a federal crime to call and it burns. Uh, play games on the um, emergency system? It burns! The KKK did this, should shot me. Please hold, I have another call ah, coming in. Ah, All right, man. I thought this article was, I thought this article was um, Oh, man. Oh, all right. So that was uh, that was uh, it for the best impressions. Um, that was Lady on Fire for those. Uh, like I said, the polls will be up on the site and, uh, momentarily. <clears throat> then, of course, yeah, best guest individual. Feminista Jones, Jolie Jew, Larian, Morgan P. Campbell, Chris Lambert, Ty Diamond, Sarah J., Mr. Moody, Saron Russell, Amber P., and the dark hater, Mr. Gates. Uh, all people that we loved having on the show. Um, I'm sure there's other people that just didn't get nominated or they didn't have a, as many nominations as these people. But, um, yeah, go vote for them, people. Uh, worst guest, uh, we had Fire, Amanda Jones, uh, of course, uh, uh, I guess I should be going through these people. Feminist Jones, you guys should know, but she is, uh, for best guest, she's, um, uh, on Twitter, you know, really fun person to have on the show. Um, r- just, uh, a cool person and, uh, uh, you know, what, what else can I say about her, man? Very positive, uplifting person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoli the Jew. Our favorite Jew. Yeah, I, one of, well, now, I don't know, Nick the Jew. Uh oh. Well, yeah, competition for a favorite Jew, though. Uh, but Yoli, the Jew, been on the show several times, makes uh, videos on 
YouTube, Dude. also very funny on Twitter and stuff. Uh, Larian, what is not to be said about Hollywood Larian other than he threatened y'all and made y'all put him on this list because he told y'all he yes, was going to get did. you. <laughs> Morgan P. Campbell, what a P stands for uh, podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he um, he was on there, of course, sports writer for the Toronto Star and just overall cool, uh, eloquent brother. Yes, he is. Chris Lambert, comedian uh, out of New Jersey, came on the show a bunch of times. Uh, always funny, always comes through for the show and uh, uh, just a very good, very good dude. The rom comedian, I like to call him. Mm-hmm. Ty Diamond, you guys know him from the Hot Pod podcast, but you know, he also comes on here. Uh, very funny dude. He is. Um, uh, just, uh, you know, one of those guys also just very level headed and, and smart. Um, yes, Sarah, he is. Sarah J, uh, a dope film star and legend in, in all of porn. Uh, Sarah J, uh, she was on the show several times. You, uh, you could pick the show. I didn't want to narrow it to just one show, so you guys pick whichever show. You can easily go find these people. Uh, Mr. Moody from, um, <clears throat> mynextdoorneighbor.net. Um, but, uh, also, uh, just, a, a dude that, uh, is awesome, very positive, is. motivated, uh, what people don't know about the Mr. Moody episodes, he stayed and talked to us for like two hours after the show, Mr. as Moody we just man. were fucking, uh, I was editing the show while he was on the phone, it was like, uh, just a very positive dude that, uh, gave you the shirt off his back, man, um, so, yeah, definitely a cool brother, uh, Sarone Russell, comedian um also on twitter and stuff very funny dude um had, had some uh really good stories man one of the, my favorite stories uh about him uh needing to get that money from a dude and uh having to threaten him on facebook, facebook yes classic uh of course everybody knows i'm in love with amber p yes from we are black sexy geeky mental. mental podcast so uh she's been on the show several times uh dark hater mr gates Everybody knows I'm in love with him, too. Yeah, the man you love to hate. Controversy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, despite the con- uh, the the his controversialness and edgy uh, framing of some of his messages and stuff, man. Uh, just also uh, one of the, like, very professional, very funny uh, people out yes, there. Yes, he is. Putting together a podcast, man. I always has something that makes you think and something that's just going to make you fucking fall on the floor laughing. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, worst guest, we have Fire. Uh, that was from probably the Girls on Girls episode where she kind of dominated the conversation. Very uh, aggressive style of, um, you know, podcasting, guesting. And uh, the very controversial episode, Amanda Jones, uh, she was a lawyer. And uh, she could not get but so ratchet with us because, you know, she got to pass the bar. I know it's so. And, we ain't trying uh, to stop that. We're not fucking up nobody's career here. Uh, Twiggy from Thug Friends. Uh, Twigs. Sound quality was so bad that we actually thought about not putting out that episode. Yeah, we talked about that for a while. Because <laughs> Twig sounded like she got kidnapped and thrown in the trunk of a, a car, car. And they just rolled around town. And then when them. she finally got home and had good reception, her phone died. So it's just like, it's like, damn, man. We never really got that good time with uh, Twig to uh, really, like, kick it. Um, <clears throat> Real Ange, uh, she's been on the show kind of a controversial guest had uh you know break up with her yeah and then i broke up with her and we don't follow each other on twitter anymore so uh you know i actually looked up her twitter last night and just looked at her tweets and uh reminisced uh and then of course the last one is lord q from la punk rock uh noir 
uh <clears throat> guy who was against interracial marriage and uh was talking about survivalist skills and stuff and learning how to like throw hatchets and shit like uh very cool dude very eccentric um but uh yeah some people thought he was the worst so you guys can go vote on that <clears throat> funniest moment now we do have clips of these the funniest moments of the show the first one uh, in this category is Pussy Falling from the Sky, episode uh, 253. Um, so let me play that clip for everybody. Um, but it was it was a, a story about Pussy Falling from the Sky, people. Um, this is a nice article. A male teenager was arrested Wednesday for sexually violating the corpse of a woman who had fallen from an apartment fo- <laughs> following an apparent suicide. Damn. He was like, she was gonna jump anyway. <laughs> Might as well not let his body go to waste. I know, let me get up before she get cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 16-year-old high school student told police he wanted to see what would happen. What would, what would happen? Nigga, what would happen? You can't just fuck a corpse. <laughs> it's not a science experiment. <laughs> I just want to see what would happen if I fucked it. Oh, shit. The incident happened in an apartment complex in North Chichon Province Monday. According to police, he found the 68-year-old woman dead. So not only... 68? That's right. She's a cougar care. She's chasing young men. <laughs> this nigga dick was hard as hell. <laughs> and so was her body. How do you even, like, how do you, there are certain things that might turn me on that might be abnormal. A dead fucking 68 year old woman. Who had just fell out of a building. Like, no way was she looking at her back. The sad part is, if he would have just got there hours earlier, he could have had sex with her, she would have had a reason to live. And saved her life. Yes, he would have saved her life. Um... This, he, fa- he found her in a garden at 3.40 a.m. <laughs> Damn. He must have been high or something. At well, you know at 3.40 a.m. You know when it's 4 in the morning, man? It's I like a booty call. Something. Like something is getting fucked Damn, tonight. Damn, pussy falling from the sky. Get in here. Pussy falling from the sky. I don't know what's going on with this picture. Yeah, pussy was falling from the sky. Yes, he was. Uh, police began interrogating him because... Uh, some suspicious traces were found on her corpse. Sperm. <laughs> and his statements were contradictory. He didn't even want to them. Right. He, he didn't even have time to come up with a good story. <laughs> he wasn't worried about chafing or no. nothing. No. Well, he didn't have to wear a condom anymore, you know. But, yeah. but it, like, he wasn't even worried about um, coming up with a good story. He's just like, I found... I found a dead body. I had to fuck it. Yeah, but don't you like uh, duplicate yourself when you die like that? All kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all kinds of stuff might. Like, 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 what did that smell yeah, like? Gas. What did that? Yeah. What that thing smell like? This this thing. This thing didn't smell good at all. It's probably worse than that warmed up fish in my job. <laughs> uh, his statements were contradictory. He's like, "What well, was?" I fucked her, then she fell. Wait, no, she, no, see, I was, she was falling, and I was fucking her. So technically, it was consensual. Then she died. Wait, then, uh, why, why didn't I get hurt? I was fucking, she fell on top of me. I didn't know. She didn't say no, so I thought it was okay. I was, just, I was mad here and told her to jump. Yeah. Um, he eventually confessed to the crime. Police are looking into whether he is mentally ill. 
I want to say, even if you're not, you might want to go ahead and start acting a little mentally ill. You know, let's 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 hedge on the safe side and be mentally ill. Though. If you're mentally ill, I still don't see them getting hard on. Right. From a 68 year old dead woman. CCT- at 3:40 in the morning. CCTV footage showed her carrying a plastic chair into the elevator. Indicating that she may have killed herself, police added. Was he coming from the Waffle House or something? Like, what? What the fuck was right. he doing out at 16? Right. At 40 in the fucking morning. Throwing his, he just finished throwing his food at the dude, fucking up his order. <laughs> He's like, nah, I need to fuck. I just, I don't care. First thing I see, he gets fucked tonight. Dead. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. I don't care. Wanted dead or alive. Pussy. Man shoots himself in the penis. Of course. <laughs> oh god oh, that the man shoots himself in the penis yeah i like that we immediately just transfer to the next to the next segue to the next thing yeah, like, that's, oh. that's what we do so uh episode 253 uh we had ty diamond on and uh trill mazeroski and uh this is a funny moment uh you know also nominated for funniest moments and uh this happened at the introduction of the show, so it's like one of the, f- the first thing you hear. I think for all beaks like girls jump for dicks. Don't salt the next man. Keep that Lindbergh shit up in the cut like gay niggas and butt. I'm black with a to be much. You got a rough burst, man. Yo, that's a real aggressive recycling of a magoo burst. He's trying to compensate for the girls in the gay line with a hardcore flow. <laughs> Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, you want me to go? Of course, man. I'm waiting on you now. <laughs> right, I'm trying to pack my, my Magoo. I got with razor blades, blade states, with arm Venus, evap. You ain't this rap. Take heat, a fucking genius. Up in the sky, up high, don't fuck fly. Do you smoke crack, Sam? Prepare, go fucking die. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorites because I just sing the lyrics sometimes, and sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're not. But it was just funny to see Ty realize it as mid, he was reading his sentence. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Wait a minute, this is about being gay." Uh, Operation Silent Darkness, episode 380. So, uh, I decided, um, to troll them because, um, that's the kind of person I am, guys. Uh, welcome to my world. Um, so I sent them an email right after the polls closed on Tuesday. Um, but before the results were in. And I posted it also on my Facebook, uh, the Blackout to Facebook page where it went pretty viral, pretty fast. Twitter. Yes, it did. got ridiculous uh, how many tweets I was getting about it. Uh, people were saying, like, the funniest thing I've read, uh, funniest thing in the election, all this shit. So I'll read it on the show for those that uh, didn't get a chance to check it out and like it or share it or whatever. But it's uh, before the election, remember, it goes, To my white friends. And uh, for those that think I'm joking, that's what I call my white friends to their face. It's not, it's not a, uh, <laughs> it's not a game. Yeah, it's not. It's not something I do for the show. They know they my white friends. So, um, they, if they don't like it, get some more color in the group, man. It's one Asian and one black dude. Y'all, yeah. my, y'all, my that's white all friends. The color. Until we get some more color around here, y'all, my white friends. 
Um, so to my white friends, as you guys know, we are upon the eve of the 2012 election. The polls in North Carolina have closed, so now I may reveal the truth to you. The contest has been extremely close and well fought because you guys mean so much to me. I feel it is my duty to warn you. What you are about to read must stay between us, and I put my own life and the lives of my family in danger to communicate this warning to you. If the president is not reelected tomorrow, there will be a black revolution of which the world has never seen. <laughs> the streets will run red with the blood of white families caught unawares. My people descend upon their unsuspecting houses. It is too late to warn your loved ones as their fates have already been sealed. I made arrangements for a few of you to be protected. If Romney wins, those of you who are under my protection will receive an email or a text at 1 p.m. tonight with instructions on how to get to the promised land of Canada. Derek, Derek is my boy. He's our yes, original Derek. white friend. Yes, the probably one of the first ones. He's the one that introduced me to the rest of these white motherfuckers. But Derek is the coolest one. Yes, he is. So uh, I said Derek, and now Derek just went to the Dominican Republic. He just went out of out of town country. like Monday, right? Out of the country, yeah, on Monday. So I was like, Derek has already followed my instructions and is safely out of the country. <laughs> Those who do not get the email. I wish you the best of luck as no mercy will be shown in the uprising. Withers and Jeremy, you know what you did. At this point, you can only pray that Obama wins and that is that this is all avoided. All unprotected white people will have to face the bleak future. Your women will be bred. Your children will be reeducated. And you will be forced into hiding or worse. <laughs> That's right. The neo-Nazis were telling the truth. How did this all start, you ask? As I'm sure many of you have suspected, I've been a plant among you. Fifteen years ago, I was a homeless black man living in the streets of the inner city when a Democratic pollster recruited me. They got me off the streets, trained me to integrate white society, and gave me a new identity. Operation Silent Darkness was initiated. (laughs) As we were introduced to our Kenyan Muslim leader through a series of community organizing events, we learned we learned hand-to-hand combat, weapons training, and job interview skills. Our goal was to take the high, the country's highest office covertly, or in cases like tonight, by force. Through a series of drunken conversations about mm-hmm. politics, I've tried to get as many of you to vote for Obama as I could. I didn't expect to get any, but the few confirmed votes that I did convert will be noted. I have been measuring which of you have slowly gotten into the NBA, hip-hop music, and the boondocks or Black Dynamite. Your street credit ratings will be taken into account when the emails are sent tonight. (laughs) In the new America, which we have tentatively dubbed America X, there will be no room for the white man. (laughs) If Romney wins, this will be the last communication any of you receive from me, Chill Will, or Zoom. Those are other two black people they know, y'all. Yes. And for Cross, that's one of my boys, you will also no longer hear from Joe. Because Cross got one more black friend than the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all the black people you know, so that should suffice for now. However, in the event that Obama wins, please disregard this email. Good luck, gentlemen. I can't say it was a pleasure infiltrating your circle of whiteness, but it has been interesting. Sincerely yours, Jamal Montgomery. And, uh, yeah. I do relate to Will. Uh, well, I'll, I'll try to think of the blackest name I could, and I thought Jamal Montgomery was pretty black. All right. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> that was, uh, uh, Operation Silent Darkness for episode 380. Episode 312, Return to Morning Jones. 
uh this is uh when uh we had mike from chicago on and uh we uh we talked to him for a while and uh all kinds of crazy shit was happening in mike's world as you know as shit does oh yeah um so my chill called in and here's that call what's up y'all what's up mike you know who this is nigga you know who this is oh shit my ass is in a motherfucking house can i come yeah you can cuss hell yeah mike fuck y'all let's cuss what's going on girl what's happening what's happening man what's going on with you man everything 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 is good. How's your mom? How's everything going? Man, she's fine, man. She she up in there. She on the computer playing her game and and whatever the hell else she doing. You know what I'm saying? She she's good, man. She's good. Shit, man. I just called the fuck with y'all ass, man. You know, cause you hey, y'all don't know me and Mike keep in touch all the time. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. talked to that nigga last week. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm like, shit. Since since you on the show, let me just call the fuck with you. Here's what I wanted on Mike. Okay. Now, a while ago, when I was on your show, I was telling you about the pussy digging pineapple, right? And yes, yes. Okay, so this is what I want to know. Did you try it yet? Did you do the experiment yet? No, but somebody told me it broke their motherfucking mouth out. I meant to tell you that. That was me. That was me, nigga. That was, I told you oh. I couldn't do it because I told you I'm allergic to pineapple. So, you oh, know, I can't. I can't. me that. Yeah, because I can't oh, yeah. eat pineapple. Even, you know, it tastes good, but I can't eat it because I'm allergic to it. It fucks with my mouth and shit. And like I say, you can't eat no pussy with no toy mouth. That's, that's, you, you can't do that shit. That's awful and shit. And then you went there with the gravy and all that shit, and I'm just like, let me stop you right there because I don't know about no licking up no gravy. Back it up, man, there's gravy between a woman's legs. Oh, shit. We gonna have problems. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I need to talk to you with that gravy shit. You know what I'm saying? But you call it pineapple. I Listen, poo nanny, cause it, you can wash it up and it's too far. 
It just, you know, it do, the, the, the country do fart sometimes. That's why I call Pooh Nanny. That's pussy. Man, come on. Man. You get that, you get that fart, and then it's that, it's that nice fart, not that horrible fart, not that Man, fuck that. Damn that, man. You make that pussy fart. You know what I'm saying? When you wear it out, you dip it out there and get that snap back. I don't know if y'all making recipes like or what. Because I like the way when it when it, when you get all that Arab in there, it lets out. <laughs> it's just like it, it, it relieving yourself. You relax. Hey, 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 mammy. You know Rob got a hookup with Adam and Eve now. Check him out now. He got a hookup with Adam and Eve. <laughs> So that was uh, Mike talking to chill on episode 312. Um, episode 217, funniest moment also, uh, Ray J rant. Uh, hey, yeah, yes. We lied, yeah. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. But these punk faggots, and excuse my language, but you know what I'm saying? Be whoever you wanna be. Love whoever you wanna love. I didn't mean it like. Okay, we have to stop right so, there. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Chilling. Hey, uh, can you send me a picture of your face real quick? 
I'm just trying to verify something I heard, man, the other day. Hey, hey, you got time to video chat? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, get on Skype real quick and turn the video on. I need to get turned to the left a little bit. Okay, well, you look straight, I guess. <laughs> So this is what happened because you didn't like you didn't like what he was saying on on Twitter, like making nah, jokes. Like, look, don't disrespect me and Floyd like that. I play piano on that motherfucking piano every day. That's my big bro, nigga. We grew up together. Now is he talking about the piano or Floyd? No, I don't know. I had a Floyd even in the conversation. Right, like. Like I, like I, I was telling Brandon, like this is like that dude that whenever he gets ready to fight, he got to bring up like six niggas that got nothing to do with the fight. Uh, like I'm not gonna, I'm, am I, are all of them here? Am I like nigga, my big brother, my cousin, my uncle? Like, but it's just you right now. Like, I'm gonna whoop your ass. This ain't the Grammys. We ain't giving a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you playing piano every day. You got to do anything. <laughs> That goes on for quite a while. I just took like four minutes of it because I really didn't have, um, you know, I, I think that shit went on for like 40 minutes. But that's episode 271. If you guys want to hear the rest of that Ray J rant breakdown and analysis, uh, this episode 361 is the next clip uh, for funniest moments of the show. And it's uh, Mystical's Day Off. So it's not a joke. Mystico tells us at TMZ he needs to make sure the money keeps coming in. And if there's one thing he's good at, it's having filthy sex. So, <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Sir, you went to prison. Okay. So porn is his plan B. <laughs> like, what was the, what was the production value on this, this, uh, rape footage? Like, what the fuck, dog? I mean, you can have 50 sex, but at least it's consensual. Did he fly in Hype Williams or something? How can he I be so, so sure of his abilities? Um, so it's either crazy or perfect because Mystical served six years in prison for sexual battery beginning in 2004 after forcing his hairstylist to perform sex acts on him. But Mystical is undeterred, telling us he already has a history in porn, winning an AVN award in 2003 for an adult movie he made. Uh, he doesn't actually have sex in it, though. We asked Mystical who he'd want to star in his first skin flick, and the rapper said Pinky, adding, she's a bad bitch. I would take her down in a second. Sir. What? I was like, have you seen Pinky? I would take her down? That doesn't even sound... That's not what, sexual what at all. Video, what kind of videos he, he going to be doing some ghetto gaggers type shit? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, if, if if y'all smart, y'all need to stop putting y'all next contract. Fuck it, I, I know. He, him, no. Yeah, as for whether or not he, whether he got the request, the rec, whether he's got the requisite hardware to be a por- male porn star, Mystical wouldn't give an exact size, but said, I'm definitely the man, the myth, and the legend. So. Of what, rape? Because <laughs> <laughs> not your music, dog. Not your music at all. <laughs> you heard about me. The nigga right here, indeed. Yes. Oh, man. Um, God damn it. Why you have to report on this shit? Move on. Nick, you got another story, man? Leave me alone. He's a victim. He's a victim, God damn it. Someone has to talk about the news that nobody else is willing to. <laughs> CNN not covering this. No, they not. This is like my R. Kelly. 
I'll admit that. I'm mad enough to say that shit. You like, I know I, nobody gives a fuck. The R. Kelly pistol yeah. girl. they like, well, she gotta move. Young bitch was. Oh, that's how I am. I'm just ignorant. I know it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's because I never really was fucking with him. But yeah, right, so, yeah Like yeah, soon yeah, as no, I heard, no limit shit. Soon as I heard that rape shit, I remember niggas would be trying to defend that shit. Like mm-hmm. we'd be at the basketball court, they'd be like, "See, man, that's the problem. These bitches always setting us up." I was like, "Nigga, have you listened to the music? That dude Hello. did that. Yes, he did. Like, <laughs> like listen to one song, and you'll be like, oh yeah, he did it. My bad." Like, I was like, yeah, he, he did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't let that yeah, nostalgia. Something gotta be wrong with you when a when a woman owes you, you know, thousands. Like, I, I want to say it was something like thirty to fifty thousand. Yeah, whatever. Like, it's gotta be something wrong with you when you go, bitch. You owe me forty thousand dollars. But I tell you what, we can settle out of court right now for some explicit success. I'm gonna tell you, with me and my homeboy. Yeah, what? like you equal forty grand. That show don't. <laughs> Right, like the, the most that might equal is two fifty. No, sir, and, that's and, not a fair trade. And the thing <laughs> is, uh, she agreed to it. The problem was he tried to like add extra dues in and shit like this. Like he, she even was like, "That's too good a deal to pass up." <laughs> Twenty right. like, shit. I owe you how much? Yeah, you gonna pay that? All right, cool. Shit, fuck it. All right. She's like, "I've given this pussy away for free. I'm gonna get the fuck out." <laughs> I just fucked the nigga last night. Yeah, for a three apple martinis. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm about to fuck a rap star on top of that and uh and get 20k. Then he tried to switch up the deal. Now his ass went to prison. I wish I'm not buying that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. <clears throat> We might name the show Mystical's Day Off or some shit, because that was <laughs> goddamn hilarious. I'm going to be thinking about laughing about that tonight. All right. Um, and I think I still missed a part of that one, because there was a part where Karen says, uh, what are you doing here at this point? Shoot, it's your day off. But I think somebody gave us the wrong minute mark. Um, all right. Let me uh, play the next one. It's uh, also from episode 312, Return of the Morning Jones. Uh, this was, uh, when Mike was talking to us and, uh, randomly this happened. Making yourself look bad. Rest haven for hoes, man. Yeah, man. Hey, Mike, you remember that time we called and, uh, and you, um, and that dog and you had jumped on top of that car? Hell yeah, man! I got that damn dog. And Mike, don't know. Mike, so um, for the people that for the people that hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, fellas, listen to this, listen to this. Hello. Yeah, hello, sweetie. They got some pork chops out there. I'm home. Supposed to feed the hungry. Feed the who? Who is this? This is mommy. I need a pork chop. And I tell you, Chicago crazy, goddamn it, y'all don't believe me. just walk up and shit, do shit, do something. You see, y'all think I'm bullshit, but people that well, they see you, they see you in a suit and think you got money, smoke up on the bluff. So I just bought a goddamn porch house, and now how the hell am I have porch up on a goddamn porch? And it's cold out here. <laughs> What a specific request. Hey, man, take a, get, take a point to man. Oh, man. I ain't taking no. She might rob me. <laughs> so that was Mike. <laughs> 
talking to us when some hype walked over and asked for a uh, pork chop. Uh, all right, the next two clips are the longest ones, but they're the last two clips that we have to play. Uh, the first one is uh, um, episode. Oh, man, why did the number get cut off? All right, I'll figure out which number it was. I think it was 303, but it's uh, Rod and Karen invent uh, emotional POV porn. So it might be 403, but... Uh, let me uh let me find out while I, while I play the clip for you guys um real quick. Are the dudes that do POV porn, which is that means they hold the camera while they have sex. I can't stand those. But also they won't shut up. Like I don't mind. Yes. I don't mind POV porn as a dude. Like because honestly the best way to get the guy out of the frame was just like all we need is your dick, sir. It's like that and glory hole porn have figured out that the all we need to see is your dick. Like really. <laughs> We, we just want to see the chick and your dick, and you you can not be here. Like if you could just detach your dick, that would be fine too. Um, so yeah, that that they figured it out. But the POV porn thing is sometimes you end up taking on the issues of the dude with the camera because the dude with the camera is sitting up there talking, and like sometimes he'll say dumb shit. Like, and now whatever dumb shit he's saying, especially if he's talking to a chick. Is the worst. Like it's yes. like, like I was watching one. It was like a full out interrogation. It was like, so you like this dick? Uh, yes. You like this dick? Yes. You like this dick? Yes. Do you like this dick? It's like, dude, why do you need so much reassurance? Okay, she it, just let her say it on her own. She likes dick. I'm pretty sure at this point she gets the gist. She will tell you that she likes dick. Ah, yes, she will. You know, it's like it's at some point be like, uh, you like when I spank you? You like when I spank you? You like this shit? You like this one? I play? You like you? Where were you at on the 14th at 11:58 p.m.? Hmm, where were you? Ah. Who were you? And you know you don't fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up. Like I, I came by your house to pick you up for this porn shoot. You were there, right? The where is the body? It's like, sir, sir, please. These questions are ridiculous at this point. Like. Like, I need you to just calm down and believe that she's saying whatever. Yes. Take her word for it. It's like uh, if you're having sex with your girl and, you know, a couple of uh, uh, you like this dicks is perfect. And then you can then it's up to her. She either takes that or not. Like, if she doesn't want to. That's the truth. You know, maybe the dick's mediocre that day. I don't know. You know, maybe you're not drinking the water for 30 days. It, who knows? But at some point, you're just going to have to take her groans and moans for something. But it was like he needed reassurance or some shit. Like, I'm sure that dude drove a Porsche. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> or, or, or fucking. Like, I'm sure that dude drives an SUV that is way too big for the highway because he needed some type of reassurance that no porn star could provide him. It's like she likes that dick as much as she is paid to like that dick, sir. Of course. That's the correct answer all the time. It's like, you like you that pay dick? You she fucking, come on. Yeah, so I thought that was ridiculous, dude. I Like, I, like it made it so uncomfortable. I was looking at her like, do you want to leave? Because, I mean, he's being pretty aggressive. Aggressive to you. And, uh, um, I mean, you um, sound like you don't even really like know, that you, dick. So, I mean, yeah, I get it, you know. I will understand if you be like, stop it all, I want to leave. Yeah, it's like, when are you going to get the fucking? Who fucks like that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad people don't fuck. Uh, uh, I don't know. I hope you don't fuck like that in real life, people. Like, the camera's already really close to your face anyway, so we're hearing the dude anyway. It's like, dude, we can just hear you grunt. We get it. The pussy is good. You don't need to, like, let us know how good the pussy is. Like, oh, this pussy is a 10 out of 10 on the scale of, uh, like, we got it. We, you know, and we don't need, you know, shit. Like, can you at least pause the camera and be like, hey, I need you to speak up more and then hit play instead of being like, tell me how much you like this dick. Tell me that you, that I, you respect me. Tell me that you want me, girl. Tell me that you need me. <laughs> yeah. 
Tell me that I'm a good person. Isn't that Please tell me before I call camera. Yeah. <laughs> tell me that my father respects what I do for a living. <laughs> I know, right? Tell me. That they don't look down on me because I'm fucking bitches like you. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I can bring you home to meet my family for Thanksgiving. I think y'all just invented a new version of porn. It's emotional POV porn. And I'm just going to do different people's issues at the time. It's, it's going to be different, it's like, different people's problems. Uh, all right. Oh, 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 yeah. And with the black ones, but I, look, I had to go pay Duke Power today and mm-hmm. the Power Company today. Well, you can already get that at hoodamateur.com. I don't think what, you what even need true. to. Whatever well, angry porn. We're talking about emotions now. You know, we yeah, got all kinds of emotions. I'm just saying, I don't even think you need. Like, trust me, it's, it's, if you say it, Karen, it's on there. <laughs> you know? Alright, so this is episode four oh three. Four oh three. Um and then uh the last clip that we have to play is episode two sixty one funk that for a funniest moment. This is the longest clip. About this uh about this song that I forgot about because I was like like every time people die, like they always gotta have a reason. Mm-hmm. So um people you know, people will get get mad at each other and stuff and um you know, they'll, they'll always be like, man, how come every time I come around here, this dude is camping? Or how come this dude shot me with, with a noob tube and he's sitting up here doing this? So um, I was like, you know what you guys sound like? Do you remember this song right here? I don't know if you remember this, Cam. That's an old song. Every time I'm walking down the street, somebody wants to stop me just to give me a fly. Come on, man. Fuck that. <laughs> I love this song. It can never get played again on the radio, man. And it was the best. And I was like, what happened to this dude? Like, he need to come back. Like I like I I miss him so much. I need a I need an angry nigga in my life to come on the radio and bitch about pointless shit, man. That's what's up. His name was Sagat, man. I, I watched a video and it was in black and white and it had a little kid in there that looked like him. Aww. And whenever he was like funk that, the little kid would do some gangster shit. Like one time he beat up a boombox. <laughs> Another time he was like, uh, question. How come every time I'm walking down the street, you want to come over and hand me some flyers? Do I look like I want some flyers? Funk that. And then they showed the little kid, and the kid, like, knocked the flyers out the dude's hand and stepped on his foot. It's like, uh, damn. Oh, uh, that sounds epic. I got yeah. And they used to play this on the radio. Yeah, they wouldn't definitely that now. People be offended. Yeah. I can't believe he's offended that people have flyers. Yes. He even had a, yeah, part of his song was like, why do people play the same shit on the radio? And then he would do, what is that? Hold on, they got the instrumental on here? Oh, shit, Karen. Yeah, I'm, I might have to remix this, man. Because I started talking to Brandon, and we were coming up with <laughs> new ways to use this song. Ha! <laughs> Like new shit that pissed us off. Like, question. How come every time I'm on Facebook, your relationship status says it's complicated? It 
what's so complicated about being in a relationship? Fuck that. <laughs> Y'all niggas need to break up. Because he used to always add, he used to always add that part at the very end and shit. Like he would wait, wait till the chorus came in and start dancing. Then he would, he would add one more question, like, "Motherfucker, what are you doing?" Uh, uh, yeah, but like, how come I see your comments on Facebook? I mean, not on yeah. Facebook. Nah, we're gonna go on Twitter. How come I always see your comment on Twitter about how you hate the opposite sex? You gotta say it right here. See, do you see how it smoothed out, Karen? I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta, I messed it up. Hold on, I'll show you. How, hold on, I'm gonna show you how to do it. Here it is. Question. How come every time I'm in the grocery store and I'm in the 15 items of less line, you got 27 items? Bitch, do I look like I want to be here all day? Fuck that. <laughs> Hurry up and stop paying with check. I got places to go. That's how it goes, man. That's the shit, man. I'm remixing the fuck out of this when yes. I get my. I'm, I'm, I'm saving this instrumental. Hey, I get. Hey, you want to try it, Karen? I'm probably still gonna mess it up. Well, you, what you do when it smooths out, then you say question. Okay. And then you you ask you come up with a question that you. It's never really a question. It's always a complaint about some shit. Like it's, this nigga just. I just picture this dude being angry as shit all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just angry as fuck. Like, hey, man, you want to go down to God's house? No, nah, man, that nigga be angry as shit. All the time. You know? He always got that damn music playing. He always got them questions. Ah! Yeah. He always got the music playing all the time. Yes. Every time I see him, I know he coming and fucking music is playing. <laughs> like, question. How come you always looking at my controller when we playing Madden? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to try it? I will try All right, so first you say question. Okay. Then you ask your question, whatever. I don't know what's on your mind. You say whatever pisses you okay. off, right? Yes. And then you got to add something to your question. That's the hardest part, Karen. Uh-oh. That's where it gets difficult. Okay. So it's question, and then you can't just be like, question, I'm tired of the self-checkout at Walmart. Funk that. That's not how it goes. Okay. It's question, I'm tired of self-checkout line at Walmart. I never see these motherfuckers over there working. <laughs> when are y'all going to get back to work? Funk that. Then the beat drops. And then you say one more thing like, you know, uh, stop asking for my receipt or some shit like that. <laughs> I would try. I'm probably going to mess this up. But I'm it's all right. We'll give you a try, Karen. Okay. Here we go. Question. Why you always complaining on Twitter about the opposite sex? What she ever do to you? Nigga, get a knife. Fuck that. <laughs> That's very close. Okay, I was close. Oh, you got to add your other part. Oh. All right, hold on, wait. You know, won't you know, wait. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's good, kid. For I'm first better. show. Yes. I had a lot of practice. Me and Brandon were in fucking tears playing Call of Duty and shit, man. I, uh, this shit is fun. Yeah. yeah. It's my new favorite game. Yeah. If, if we sat down and, and I actually listened to the beat enough, I, 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 yeah, I, I could bust around the two. All right, man. So that's the funniest moments. That was uh, the last one um, for uh, funniest moment. That was uh, 403, uh, Ryder Cares Invention of, I mean, wait, 261. Um, funk that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also had uh, other categories such as best group. We had the hot firestar.com crew. Uh, very funny dudes. We had them on a couple of times. Yes. Um 
co-slither crew we had them on once um you guys know them from their podcast uh about the 80s and toys and childhood and how we need to not grow up uh the nwfo that's chris kevin brandon been on the show several times all together uh some of uh you know some of the funniest dudes out there yes sir uh where's my 40 acres crew we only had i think we only had the total crew on once although we had random people on before uh nick jew and r to the edgy uh we get we had nick and reggie on uh in studio live uh earlier this uh last year mm-hmm. uh we had clove and shirley uh from chonilla.com you guys can vote for them as best group and obviously a hilarious podcast and uh yes, you are. know one of the best in the game very funny people um we had sherry and scar from scarcasm live you can vote for them as a group uh the twib crew uh and and i still and scarcasm live is is one of those uh my my guilty pleasure because i listen to them uh kind of for their arguing and shit but you know i'm sure that that's you know not what they probably would prefer me to listen to but hey whatever that's my show that i like um twib that's elon james white aaron Rand freeman eldroy williams they've been on the show before a couple of times and uh, i had great times with them every time they've been on uh straight out of low cash uh they were on one time last year and uh, they got nominated by several people so people really enjoyed the show that they were on yes they did and the insanity chat crew which is of course h2o kev and uh uh my man chris from the insanity check um best feedback participant we were gonna do best feedback participant non-chill but uh we didn't get enough clips for chill because people weren't giving us time and minute marks yeah, they, like they said she was sweating here okay we we need clip time right so we had to put everybody in the pool mm-hmm. best feedback participant Stephen richards uh eddie longstroke you know uh everybody knows Stephen richards uh obviously uh eddie longstroke uh you know eddie long uh gabby um toya uh you know aka Milko taz uh over there fight for our freedoms right now keith in dallas aka smooth criminal and chill uh best episode uh you can go find these episodes on your own listen to them 373 save the dates um 205 you might be ratchet 261 funk that 325 summer of Bronze. 201 pussy falling from the sky 323 between chris rock and the tosh place uh 293 mysticals day off 247 give us free 240 uh 346 this weekend ratchet and 295 simping saturday um uh best interview uh my my dad is one of the people up for best interview anthony morrow my cousin for best interview Stephen white we talked to him about concussions for like an hour it's really cool dj mike hitman uh keith and the girl uh sarah J, robin key roywood jr Amani Gandhi, Coastal, the podcast, all people that we had good interviews with, sat mm-hmm. down and talked to them, and you can vote for your favorite. We try to ask, you know, questions that are a little bit off the beaten path and not just the generic shit that they would get asked on anyone's show. Uh, so we hope that works. Uh, best argument, you guys gotta go look these up for yourself because they're too long, really. Yeah. But 324, Karen and the Haterasi. We talked about Hood Rats. Uh, music, Miss Music Lover and Larian, they were arguing about who's the most country. And Chloe versus Shirley and Karen. Um, and I'm surprised I didn't get Shirley, Shirley Claire and Rod because it was when Chloe was obviously wrong about that lady being a dick for giving her kidney to her boss and expecting, you know, to get a little time off. But, uh, you know, some people don't appreciate the, the, the value of life. And, uh, you know, Chloe is just one of those people that doesn't 
appreciate the people who work for him, obviously, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what can you say about a white man in middle management, man? You know, or even higher management, uh, they just will shit on you time and time again, just twist the knife. Uh, so make sure that you uh, never trust them. All right. Shout out to Clove. Well, um, all right, man. Make sure you guys uh, check us out. We'll be back later in the week on Thursday. We appreciate everybody coming out. Hopefully this is giving you enough fuel for the fire to go vote uh, in the polls. And that They'll you guys will. for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully you guys will uh, really want to vote and and get all that out there. We appreciate everybody. We'll leave them up for a couple of weeks. And we'll post links out on all the websites and stuff like that for you guys to know where to go vote. Uh, this episode is brought to you by ShadowDollProductions.com. Uh, don't forget, uh, those guys support us, so check out their site. It supports the show when you do that, and it also um, helps them out too, man. But it shows them that you guys are interested in spending a little bit of money. It's only a couple of dollars for an audio play, but it helps. Uh, also, Ricardo B won their music contest. Uh, they were asking for music for a new romantic theme for a movie they're working on. He's on Twitter at Rick Glory Beats. Um, and, uh, uh, don't forget Adam and Eve Co. TBGWT. So I think that's everything for now. So vote in the polls. Have a good time. Uh, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. And so until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. One time for your mind Uh, He with the homies, he with the homies No squares in the circle, nobody phony He with the homies, he with the homies We don't love them hoes, let's get this money He got a main chick, been with her for a while Love making, him making out Fellas in his ear, you acting like a queer. You going on dates, you trying to get this cake. The pressure keeps setting in. If you a real man, you a fucking friend. Hand saying no, other one saying yes. This girl, girlfriend been with it, it's scandalous. I'm fastening the clothes, this what she won't tell us so. The thrill of it all got him off, case closed. I'm hesitating, and she said, Why you push me? If you don't get this pussy, then you a pussy.
a hoe, he a pimp. Old girl will forgive her man, but her girlfriend's cut off like Edward's hands. What's fucked up is he got at her. Bitches call her a rat, but shit, she's heard worse. Uh, to my niggas having bitches is what you just do. To the bitches having niggas is what a slut do. My auntie taught me always treat my lady right. My uncle told me only love him for the night. You can see the immediate disconnection between the man and the woman, the reason for regression. For example, you heard of Amber Cole, but you don't know that nigga that was getting gone. I'm saying we heard of Amber Cole, but we don't know that little nigga that was getting gone.